One, two, one, two. Now here we go. You know what time it is? Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. And today, guys, we have another barnstorming podcast coming in the e-com space. Abdullah Al-Khabazi is here. The man has set up multiple brands across the white labeling and dropshipping space. And he's done bits. And do you know what, guys? Before, before, I, let him, before I let him introduce himself and, and come, come on here, I want to say something to you, right? Abdullah's backstory and where he's come from and how he's even got to Australia and to get to the position where he's doing what he's doing is fucking phenomenal. I can't wait to share it with you. Abdullah, mate, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Frankie. Appreciate it a lot. I love this podcast, man. It's amazing. I've been seeing your videos everywhere far out. Some yeah. very famous people here. It's crazy, man. Well yeah, done. Man. Well they, done. They, they, they get... They get wow. Do you know what? I've had some, I've had some um, yes. amazing personalities over the time. You know what I'm saying? And 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 people, uh, people have really turned up and dropped some value on it. I really fucking believe that. And I think today's no different with what you do. I mean, mm-hmm. mate, where I want to start with you, like I was saying in that prelude, and I just wanted to get it in there. I think we can talk about dropshipping. We can talk about e-commerce, and like I said to you before the podcast, that's going to all come down the track. And there's a lot of learnings for for people on that journey, but. For you to even come to Australia from Iraq, you know, displaced by, by in a war-torn country and all this stuff, I want people to understand what it's like to be born in that culture and to, and to grow up in Iraq and to go through everything that you, you guys went through before you even stepped foot into, into the Western world. Yeah, it's very different. See, the thing is, in Iraq, you don't get the same rights you do here. Yeah. Uh, like here, we're living too comfortably in Australia. Compared to Iraq, we're living way too comfortably. Um, laws here are amazing. You know, um, you know, the government looks after its people. Same goes with Iraq, but when it comes to the government, there's a lot of clash. Yep. And this clash, uh, what happens with this clash, it later goes on to people and people get affected by it. And, you know, com- you know, growing up in Iraq wasn't easy at all, you know, because there was war going on, um, you know, back in 2003, you know, Saddam Hussein and, um, you know, the war that was happening was pretty intense. It was very, very intense, you know. Um, my uncle, you know, passed away in the war as well. Um, you know, I've had a few very close people to me, um, you know, within the family that passed away. And, you know, the thing is, like, how do I say to you? You look back at it now and you'll be like, holy crap, like... This is crazy, you know. And, you know, Australia is a good country. Australia is amazing. You know, um, you know, people here are very nice. Uh, the government looks after its people, just like I said before. And that's the best part. And that's what I saw the difference is. Like, that's the biggest difference, you know. In Iraq, like, um, people, there's, there's too much freedom, but that freedom can be toxic and that freedom can be a problem. Yeah. And that freedom, you know, creates, you know, a lot of problems because people can do whatever they want. Right, and there is, you know, there's poor quality, um, you know, governing there. They're like, you know, they don't really, you know, the government, the government there isn't the best when it comes to, you know, putting people in place. Yeah. So here, you know, you've got something, you know, you've got something on, something wrong. Something he has some form of structure. Yeah, here, like you know, you're speeding, you know, or you've done something wrong, you know, the government's on you, you know, 
got people knocking on your front door, come out, we've got to do this, we've got to do this, you've got to come there. They'll, they'll, they'll get you, you know, they'll get you. Over there, a lot of people get away with a lot of things. Like, one thing I can tell you in Iraq was, like, you would see, you know, tanks going past you and people with guns and, you know, um, the gun this, heads on their cars. Is, and, and this is from yeah. when you were a child. Yeah, this is when I was a child, yeah. And you'd, you'd see this stuff and it's like, who is this, who is that, and, you know, what's going on? And, you know, there's so many different, you know, differences there as well. There is a lot of differences. Um, now people are just sick of it, sick of these differences. And I don't like to bring them up because I'm not a political guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's more of uh, people are just sick of it now. And look, I'll tell you something. Iraq was going to be one of the richest countries in the world, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the other countries, the Western countries, saw a big opportunity. Not Australia, but we know who. And yeah. the people, you know, watching this podcast, you know, if you know Iraq, you would know who took advantage and, you know, took over Iraq. And, you know, these countries... Because they had lots of gold, lots of natural resources, lots of oil. lots of oil, lots of, you know, uh, petrol, all that. You know, it was amazing. And it was an amazing country. And back then, this was, I'm talking, you know, a while back, you know. Was it, were were they at war with themselves, though, in that that time as well? Um, The Iraqi people? Not really. That time was peaceful. That time was, because we had Saddam Hussein. Saddam Hussein was very strict. I'll tell you, he was crazy, crazy. Like, um, one thing about him, he was, ra- he was racist to a group of people in Iraq, you know, and I'm, it was, it was bad. And what happened was. Is this Sunni or Shia? Yeah, yeah, that, you know, and he was, see, he's Sunni, right? Oh, okay. And I'm Sunni. It doesn't matter. Sunni, Shia, same thing. But the thing is, what happened was, because of how strict he was and how, you know, um, harsh he was on the Shia people, you know. And then the problem was a lot of the other Sunni people, you know, were, you know, happy with that. And they, you know, um, uh, they supported that. Right. And that was a problem. That was a massive problem because when Saddam was gone, now there's war going on with the people. You guys did this. We did that. You guys did that. And bang, big clash. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, till the past, you know, until the past two, three years, it's calmed down a little because people are just sick of it. Everyone's killing each other, you know, one after the other. You know, this and guy. they don't actually know why. Yeah, you don't know why. And um, just because of what happened earlier in Saddam's time, you know, how, like, let's say right now you're a president of a certain country and you're from this race and, and everyone's supporting you and then you're going against these people. You know, it's like it's like um, Hitler with the Jews. Yeah. Right. What happened? What did Hitler do? You know? Yeah, stuffed them up. You know, it was absolutely disgusting. You know, war criminal. But you know, like, how do I say to you? After, like, right now, after all that happened, you know, it's calm. You know, Jews are fine with Germans. Germans are fine. But with us, it was, it was crazy. It just, it was war at its like biggest level. You know, you'd you'd be walking like about. This is about three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Three years ago, um, you'd hear it on the news. Um, we watched it on the news. There was a bombing near a shopping center. This guy was walking and he had a, you know, vest and all the, you know, things. Yeah, yeah, and then he bombed himself, you know, he's, and uh, pretty much a few other people died around him. Now, I'll explain to you. There was another guy there mm. that was acting like he was going to help him, right? The, and then the other guys and the other people were coming towards to help that guy. Like, you just, you know... People are on the ground, injured, everyone's crying. Some people are like blooded up, face stuffed up, everything. And then people are coming from all over the places. Everyone's coming because it's just finished. You know, when something's done and, you know, the car crash happens and everyone stands around and, yeah. yo, what's going on? Help this guy out. Everyone was around and then, bang, a second one happens in that same instance and stuffs everyone up. Everyone's gone. 
thrown to the wall, face blown out, everything. Bro, where the hell do you see that in Australia? I mean, if that happens here, it will be on the news for another five years. Just like the 9-11. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But in Iraq, it's more of... That's, happened. A da- that's a daily occurrence. It happened. It's done. Whatever. No one cares. No one cares. The only people that cares are people that died and the you know the family members and. So I'm alright in thinking then that because of the environment that you're brought up with, up in as a child, yeah, you just it's just your new normal. It's just yeah. you've just you just adapt it as like oh that's you know we're gonna see family members die in the next ten years. That's yeah. just a given. Yeah, and it's gonna be as a casualty of, yeah. of firearms of bombs. Yeah. And that's just going to happen because that's the environment that we're in. Yeah, that's the environment and that's, you know, where I grew up. And especially when the war was coming, America was coming through, um, you know, and taking over. And come on, let's be honest. They they saw the, you know, um, the space to come in, you know, act like they're leading, you know, helping the Iraqi people, you know, doing this, doing that. And it was the whole complete opposite thing. I mean, come on, our economy was part, you know, you know any country that they've come in, what happens? Seriously, look at look at Palestine. Look at, um, you know, look at Syria. Syria, yeah. five million people died. Five million, five people, five million, uh, about five million innocent lives gone. No one's talking about it. No one's got it on the media. No one's saying, you know, where what happened to these people? You know, we need to stand up for these people. No one's saying that. Everyone's quiet. Media's quiet. They don't want to bring it up, and you know. They know. I think, I think there's a lot of things that don't get covered in the Western world that probably happen. Yeah. It, probably yeah. happen in, in, in your region. Yeah. Do you know what uh, I mean? See, the reason why I'm asking these yeah. questions is yeah. because I genuinely don't know what that life is like. And a lot of people that listen to this podcast, if yeah. we just told the e-com story and everyone would be like, fucking, yeah, the successful, this, that, I want people to understand where you fucking started because this is so critical because not many people in England... In 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 yeah. um, in Australia, in America, understand what's going on in other parts of the world and the adversity that people have to come through to even get a chance to be able to make money online. Do you know what I'm oh, saying? Bro? Trust me, yeah, like, it's, there's it's a, there's, crazy. there's a long way being born in Iraq to making money online. There's yeah. a fucking hell of a gulf. There's a hell of a there's a hell of a distance there that you have. To, there's a there's a whole catastrophic chasm of events that have to happen for you to be able to do that. Because I imagine that yeah. even an internet connection and all this kind of stuff, the way that we know internet and the way that we know services and the way that we know how to get Shopify account and mm-hmm. the way that we and be having access to PayPal and sh- and yeah. Shopify payments and, and bank accounts mm-hmm. and all this stuff, you you probably didn't have that, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Look, I'll tell you one thing, and I want I want the audience to picture this with me, yeah, because this is uh, very touching. And until now, like even me speaking about it, it actually gives me goosebumps. That's how big it is. Like. Just picture this moment, yeah. So I'm a, I'm just on my Instagram and, you know, I'm going through my messages and I get a few messages here and there and then I see this message and this person's interested to join e-commerce, right? And they want to learn um, Shopify, dropshipping and whatever. I'm like, okay, let me, let me, you know, message, you know, reply. It was just a normal, like an average day. I'm chilling. I'm replying to this person. Now, this person, um, after I've ran them through a few things, they're like to me, look, uh, brother, can I please tell you something? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, brother, I'm currently messaging you from Syria. I'm like, okay, Syria. Okay, not a problem. And he's like, if I was to show you what I'm living in and the space I'm living now, you won't believe it. But I'll have to show you, right? I'm like, okay, what's this guy going to show me? Is it just going to be him in Syria? <laughs> Which is, you know, fine. But then it's like, he sends me a photo of him 
And picture this moment, yeah? Picture yourself in this moment. You know, just remember, like, sometimes we have to be very grateful in life. And this is something that's really, really touching for me. Like, this really, until this today, it like, it hits me hard, you know, even bringing it up. But I'm sitting down and I see this guy send me a photo of himself. He's sitting on a fully smashed up, like, I think it was like an apartment or a house or something. And they had like a rug on the ground. And um, it was like, how do I say to you? It wasn't like a wall, a spaced out wall or anything. It was just um, it was just smashed up walls everywhere. And he's sitting down and there's a rug on the ground and there's like a small pot, right? Picture this moment. Be in this moment, okay? Just just so that you're grateful for what you've got, whoever's, you know, watching this right now. Seriously. And he's got two of his brothers, his mum, okay? And he's like, and he showed me a photo of the pot that they've got in that middle, you know, where they were sitting. And literally all they had, all they had was one loaf of bread. One loaf of bread. Just one bread. One bread. Really? Okay? Now, see, like, it's crazy. And um, he's like to me, brother, this is what we have to eat. This is all we have. And I saw, bro, like, holy shit. Holy shit. His mom was sitting, you know, he's lost his dad. Just, he's told me he's lost his dad because of the war and what's happened. This is, um, this is a while back, actually, because, you know, Syria was still not there. And the economy was absolutely fucked, you know. Um, and he's just like, brother, I don't even know what we're going to be eating today. This is the only thing we're going to eat. And, you know, me messaging you is like a miracle so that you can help me out and just get me into something. I'm like, how the, like, what the fuck, bro? Like, what the fuck? They they, they don't even know if after they eat this, if they're going to find any food. I mean, it's very hard because when when the war was happening and all that, it stuffed up a lot of things. And, And at one stage, people just had enough of helping each other out because they have to help themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean... Arabs especially, we're very hospitable people. We would like to help, you know, we like to be there. You know, we're very nice. A lot of us are very nice, you know. But, like, at one stage, the people would just have to help each other. Like, they help each other out, but at one stage, they couldn't anymore because they they just have to start helping themselves, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, he's like, brother, you know, I'm messaging you. It's my only opportunity, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, holy shit, that hit me so hard. To be honest, that day I ended up tearing up a lot. I looked back and reflected how far I've come and how grateful I am. And I could have been that, I can, I could have been in that moment. I could have been that guy there in that moment. Come on, man. Imagine that you're sitting around with, you know, your mum, your, your, your two brothers, like, or whoever you've got around you. And this is the only food you've got. Come on. And you're starving and you're hungry. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Huh? What, who's there to help you? Who's there to tell you, yo, you know, come on, like, in Australia, we're living too comfortably. You don't even need to work. You've got Centrelink. You get paid. Happy days. You go spend it. Go get drunk on the weekends, right? But on the other side of the world, it's they're getting it really hard. They're getting it really, really hard. And it just breaks me so much. The media does not cover this. The media is not there. Come on, like, we're seeing with our own eyes war criminals. War criminals. Literally, Palestine, what's happening? Look what's happening. Israel bombing a whole building, children inside, yeah. young, innocent people. You know, it, they don't care. They don't care. They've got the power, they don't care. And um, unfortunately, our leaders, you know, disappointed us. Our leaders let us down. 
a lot of our leaders betrayed us and this is why we are where we are now and this is why out where you know <laughs> you, where Iraq is now and Syria is because of that you know it's yeah 100% but like just picture that moment honestly you know just put yourself look at yourself look around you you got water you're sitting down we're kicking back it's, it's all about know? it's all about starting the day with like the three things you're grateful for essentially yeah because yeah. everything everything mm. that you spoke of there and as much as as much as it pains me it's like how grateful have we got to be for the position that we're in yeah like 100%. you are you are able to watch this on youtube you have the ability to listen to this on a smart smartphone your mum is still alive your sister is coming home from school today. exactly do you know what i'm saying exactly like let's just let's just put it into fucking perspective yeah what we've got and that's why it's so important for me to to get people like like yourself on here to to really put to really put that that star in context because if you just existed within the narrative that you were born into none of what you've done is possible right 100%, yeah. it, because you have to you have to step into that so, so i guess when did you when did you believe in yourself that there was more for you than what you were born into Oh, okay, so at the start, you know, I was young when I left Iraq. You know, I didn't, I wasn't that guy that knew business or anything. I was pretty young, you know. I left, like, at the age of eight years old. But I still remember a lot of it, okay, as a young kid. And, you know, then the funny part is I moved to Syria with my family, okay. And um, my dad, you know, uh, left the war and then, it's crazy, you know, um, you know, came by boat to Australia and you know, obviously, when he was there, he got his uh, citizenship, and so he like. came on his own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came on his own, and I was just with my mum, and you know, we had to go to Syria for as as as, as a bona fide immigrant, or as, as what the terms an illegal immigrant at the time. Legal, yeah. Legal or illegal? Illegal. Illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, he, so he came here to cl- he came here on a boat, smuggled in to yeah. claim asylum in Australia, yeah. so that he could bring his family from Syria. Now he's yeah. moved them from Iraq to yeah. Syria yeah. to move them. And to that, that's like a fifty-fifty chance, you know. It can yeah. just send you back, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but you know. Australia is a multicultural country and, you know, it accepts all um, yeah. people and stuff like that. And, you know, we knew, my family knew that back in the time and it's like, you know, if, you know, <laughs> like, if, I, if I've got the chance to go there, I'm going to take it because what's going on right now is too much, it's too hard, it's too, um, too much depression, too much stress and, um, you know, we need to get out of this. We need to, you know, do something with yeah, our he's, life. Yeah, he's, he's just like, I want to put my family in a better yeah. position than what we are right now because yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. it can't get much fucking worse than yeah. this. We, we, have, we have gone from war to... We have gone from peaceful Iraq yeah. or relatively peaceful yeah. to... to, to Invaded Iraq yeah, yeah. to to now move into Syria to get away from invading Iraq, but Syria is no bag of jokes either. Yeah, Syria actually. back at that time was not the like the worst. It was actually okay. I stayed in Syria for two years. Um, obviously, there was no support from the government and stuff like that. And you know, my dad was sending us money and helping us, and you know, um, like you know, just living life. You know, living as much as Existing. we can. Existing. Yeah, yeah. And um, the thing is, my dad when he um, you know, ended up in Australia. It was very hard. It took us a long time to try to get out of Syria because our financial situation wasn't the best. It was very hard. And, you know, 
we didn't just want to always depend on my dad. When we got there, we wanted to start doing our own thing and, yeah. and you know, going to school, helping him out. And obviously, you know, that was one very important thing for us because we didn't want my dad to always be, you know, sending us money and stuff like that. You know, it's not just, it's not going to always happen, right? We need to go there, see him, you know, be around him. It was really important. So it was a 50-50 chance. You know, we're doing all this paperwork up and down, up and down in, you know, embassies, you know, um, getting paperwork done. And then the funniest part was, this is crazy, right? So um, there was a paper. This is the paper to let us go, give us the proper visa so we can enter by plane to Australia. In the Syrian, I don't know what it was, embassy or something, right? Uh, one of my mum's friends, uh, friend, she's uh, she knows all this stuff, and she's been always trying to get help my mum to go th- to you know Australia, you know, with all of us. And for for the a one and a half years, they are just relying on one paper that just needed to be signed by someone there so they can let us go. And I don't know, but this is what I know from, this is how I know it. She she went to that place and she found that paper on on that particular desk. And that paper, it could just be, you know, all all that operator has to do is grab it and sign it and then we can go. And she's like, this is the paper here. It's been in one and a half years. And then she starts screaming like, why hasn't this been done? You know, this is, everything's been done. The paperwork's been done. Everything's been confirmed. And they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't see it. Blah, blah. Signed it. Yeah. Blah. One and a half years just for that. Wow. Biggest coincidence ever, ever. And then that's how the journey to Australia began and, you know, coming to Australia. I came to Sydney. So um, how old were you when you landed in Sydney? Um, About nine years old. Nine and a yeah, half yeah, around yeah. there. Still young, but you know, learning very, like, very, very big culture shock now. You don't know very, English at this point. No. Yeah, nah, not at all, not at all. And to be honest with you, I, I'm a fast learner, and I did learn the basics of English within one year. Yeah. Um. You know, became really good at talking to people, stuff like that, because I committed myself to it. And um, after you know, one year, I became good at learning it, and then you know, school was good, meeting new people. Um. But I'll tell you, because I was young and I was you know growing up, the most my family got it the worst. Like, they got it very hard. They are, you know, shocked by it. Come on, like, you're going to leave your whole family, go on a boat. You know, you don't know if you're coming back or not. You don't know if you're going to, you know, die on the way there. You don't know what's going to happen. So and you I came on a boat as well, you No, 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 I came by plane. But I'm your good. dad, your dad yeah, yeah. And that was, that's, that's crazy, you know. And, you know, he did it. And uh, until this day, I'm grateful for all that. And, you know, I've always, you know, tried to support my family in any way I can. Um... See, with my family, later down the line, my dad became a very successful businessman, you know. Um, he's in the car industry, you know, he's got a few, um, you know, things going on with car panel beating and, you know, yeah. he's he's good. He's very, very experienced, you know. He's, you know, he's um, even before going from Iraq, he went to Germany for a bit and did, uh, like, after leaving Iraq, he went to Germany for a bit after coming to Australia to do some work for, like, Ferrari, Lamborghini. So he's really experienced, you know. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. he's good at what he's done and, you know, became successful. Everything started becoming really well. Uh, bought a place in Sydney, then bought a place in you know, Queensland, we moved up and... So he ch- he really did chase that Australian dream of yeah, like... he worked hard. C- coming here, working hard, buying yeah. a property, yeah. working harder, buying another property, yeah. working harder, yeah. buying another property. Yeah, yeah, he did all that and, you know, then we became, you know, comfortable, right? But here's, here's where my my part starts. So I I didn't believe that I would just come and be like, yo, dad, give me this, give me that, give me this. Because, you know, my dad would give me, and I know very well. And, you know, I didn't want to do that because that is not how I wanted to live my life. I wanted to 
pretty much be dependent on myself. Yeah. Because there's one thing a lot of people don't understand, especially at a young age, 17, 16, 17, 18, like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22. Okay, these ages, these ages are very big, especially at the age of 17. A lot of parents don't understand that, look, if I give my son or if, you know, I, you know, I give my daughter too much, they're just going to be too comfortable. They're not going to be. They're not going to be pushing yeah. themselves to work and pushing themselves to, you know, yeah. uh, depend on themselves. If, okay? if, yeah. if, if I hadn't have felt in my life, yeah, a certain form of like lack of what other families had, yeah, then I wouldn't have had the tenacity mm. and the and the and the steel to be able to change countries and change my position and change my life. Yeah. And everything that I've done to move my life forward, yeah. same as what you're just talking about, yeah. is all because I is because I looked at what I had had as a kid, and I thought, yeah, yeah this is great, yeah, fantastic, yeah. yeah. I appreciate it all, but 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 I dream of more, yeah. I does get that you. Make, does that I make get sense? you. I get you. So look, with me, at one stage, I was turning like seventeen, and um, you know, my dad, he wouldn't mind buying me a nice car and stuff like that. And then I was very keen, you know, 17, getting my peas, you know, buying a nice car, going to school with a nice car and stuff like that. And then I was going to get it easy. But then I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on a minute. What the fuck am I doing? I got it easy. My family went through all this. They went through all this hardship, came to Australia, worked for us, helped me out. And now I'm the, being that piss of shit, getting a fucking car and, you know, thinking, you know, that's it, you know, getting all that support. I'm like, nah, that's not going to happen. Okay, and I tried to work and help my dad in a lot of things to earn it from him. And he, he always wanted me to, he always wanted to help me, he always wanted to give me yeah. whatever he could. Because he, he's thinking at this point, I want to give him everything that I wanted as a child that I yeah. couldn't have. Yeah. But that's actually a yeah. fucked mentality because yeah. Yeah. that yeah. fucks you. Yeah, yeah. And for me to be smart enough to understand it was really good because then I'm like, look, I'm not going to get it easy. I'm going to work. I'm going to come to a position where I'm financially stable enough to support everyone in my family so they don't have to work. And that was at a young age. And also at a young age, I figured out I don't want to go uni. I'm going to go finish school. I'm going to go and open a business, open freaking every business, you know, until I get it right once. If I get it right once, I'm set. Yeah. Don't have to worry anymore. You only, you only have to land on the moon once, bro. Once, just yeah. once, yeah. You know? you know <laughs> get it mean? right, get it right, happy days, support the family, support everyone, you know, and... You can look back at it later and be like, I was never spoiled. I did it myself. So, so uh, did, yeah. there was a point in time yeah. where you, yeah. where I believe you went and worked in like meat factories and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That was, okay, so before e-commerce came into my life and stuff like that, I always looked for ways to try to support my family. This was the goal. You know, support the family. They were doing good. Family was living comfortable. I'm not going to say, I mean, at the start, obviously, I came from, you know, not the best, you know, uh, financial situation. But, family by the, and, but by this point, your dad's you know, put you, but put your whole family on the map in terms of like yeah, living comfortably in Living Australia. comfortably. But that for me was what, that was for me was too much. Yeah. I was, you know, at a young age, I'm like, this can't be it. I, I have to give my family back. And for me and my religion, how we how it is, no matter how much you give your family back, it will never be enough. And this is the mentality you got to have. Because if you have this mentality, see, there's a lot of toxic people out there. They think, oh, I'll give my dad this, I'll give my mom, oh, I've done enough. Brother, you, you didn't do enough. You didn't do enough. You know what your family's done for you? You know how much they've gone and done for you throughout the years? And you, from one thing, you've done enough? Come on. It's never enough, no matter how much you give your family back. Come on, like, you know, 
they raised you. They were there for you. They they looked after yeah. you for years and your years. Da- your dad's done a f- yeah. probably about a six week boat journey. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking crazy, man. Like, and in, you know, in, in, yeah. and he's probably s- stowed away in a, in some kind of you know uh, yeah. crate on a boat, yeah. trying to come over. Yeah, here. it's 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 it was insane. Like, I know the real story, but like it's very hard to share it. You know, it's very yeah. That's a family. That's a fa- yeah. that's, that's yeah. between you and your family. yeah. It's hard and. But, you know, you look at it and then you're like, I have to give my family back. I'm not just going to be there kicking it, you know, being so comfortable. My dad always paying for everything. Because if I do ask my dad one thing twice, he'll give me. And my dad will give me triple and help me and give me cars to drive and, you know, give me money and all that. And, you know, he wouldn't mind. But I never wanted that. I never wanted that because if I start being addicted to that and make a habit of it, I'm not going to be where I am today. No is, way, you is, know. Is this, yeah. is, is this then the fundamental thing that you see in other people your age? Yeah, like is 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 that is that where you feel a disconnect with other people your age? Because obviously, like you are what twenty one, twenty two now. Yeah, twenty one. So you're twenty one, right? Yeah, yeah. twenty one. Yeah, you've by this point, and obviously we'll go into this. Mm-hmm. You've earned millions and millions of dollars online. Yeah, you, you have. You've you've bought and paid for a Lamborghini. Yeah, you've got houses and properties all paid for, all paid off. Yeah, we'll go into how you built that in a minute. Yeah, but you've got that by fundamentally earning it and working for it for yourself. But a lot of the people that, that you probably see if you yeah. go out and about yeah. have probably got the Louis Vuitton bag that mum and dad paid for. Exactly. Or this or, or, or this or that or this. Exactly. That. And, 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 that and, and the lack of appreciation and the lack of understanding on how to generate the revenue to be able to make these dreams come true in your life. Yeah. What did I say to you before the podcast? Yeah. I said, brother, I said, one day I'll probably have a Lamborghini. I probably will. Like, I'm keen for you. Th- th- I'm but, keen. But, but fuck, nothing lights me up than me yeah. seeing you yeah. g- getting the one that you that you earned yeah. for yourself, right? Thank you, brother. I appreciate and, it. Yeah. And this is what pe- people, I, f- I tend to find in, 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 in between yeah. the age of 18 and 20, mm. uh, 18 and 30. Yeah. That, mm. And maybe 18 and 35. Mm. There's a lot of people that get a lot of what I call green-eyed monster, where they look at people like yourself. Mm. It would be very easy for me at 33 to look at you at 21 and think, fuck me, Abdullah's smashed me out of the ballpark here. Yeah. But it's just it's just different things come to different people at different times. Yeah, correct. Never forgo, never forgo the work and the journey to get to the to the destination. Correct. And mm. where this really hit me between the eyeballs was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Someone sent me this podcast by these c- couple of nice girls. Mm-hmm. They set a podcast up. They've gone to number one in the first episode. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Fuck, they've gone to number one, <laughs> right?" <laughs> yeah. And, and and here I am. Yeah. I'm just I'm just getting into the top twenty of my category. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, Abdullah, I'm thinking, "Fucking hell!" Like, yeah. and, and now I've gone into. I've gone back to boxing mode. I've gone back to competition mode. Mm. I've gone back to trying to prove something mode. Mm. Really, the fundamental truth of it when you strip it all back is mm. there will be more juice in my journey going from 1,500 or 2 millionth podcast in the world mm-hmm. to number one in multiple countries. That's true. There will be more learnings. There'll be more juice. There'll be more fortitude. There'll be more There'll steel. Be more There'll from. be more everything. That's true. There'll be more fucking meaning. There'll be more life change and there'll be more purpose because I forgoed, you know, I didn't forgo the journey. Yeah. I fucking went through the journey. It's exactly what you're talking about. 
exactly what you talked about. You talked about going through the journey in the right respect. If your dad had given you absolutely fucking everything mm-hmm. and just handed you this and handed you that, even though it was with the best love in the world, which which a lot of Australian families, English families are giving their kids, mm-hmm. it fucks you. Yeah. Because now you're in that. If you start at number one day one, if you start with a with a with a Range Rover Evoque for your mm-hmm. first car, mm-hmm. you've there's you 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 don't have the ambition yeah to to that's too comfortable a place exactly. to start to exactly. move forward exactly exactly and this is why how i saw it if i become addicted to this type of lifestyle where i go to family hey give me this give me that give me i'm not going to be where i am and i'm i'll always depend on my family and at the end of the day i want to give my family back you know that's yeah. the purpose of everything right and you know i just took it hard i said dad look i want to work i'm going to earn money the right way I'm going to work hard. I want to get into this. I got into that. And getting into it, I got into, you know, the panel beating business and helping my dad with cars and stuff like that. And I used to flip cars, buy cars, sell them, flip them, you know. Yeah, yeah, I was a bit yeah, of a yeah, trader yeah, here and there. Yeah, yeah. It was a good thing. It was fun. But then it's like, nah, not my lifestyle still. Nah, yeah. happy. I want to do something else. Then I'm like, dad, like I want to get into, you know, um, this uh, meat factory thing. Maybe I want to open my own butcher later down the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just jump into it. You know, I'm like, go, you know, got a call from the thing. Like, yeah, we want you, you know, to work, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, cool. And uh, my dad said, all good. I went to work there. <laughs> it was very bad. So I was only earning about $116 from a 10-hour shift. I used to carry 30 kilo boxes all day. So by the end of the day, I would have carried about two tons worth of boxes. I swear to God. It was freaking insane. And um, you, you smell all the, because what they do is, you know, they, they butcher, it's like, um, it's fresh meat, you know, they yeah, butcher yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. then you smell the, uh, they smell everything and it's very, very hard, you know. And you have to, I used to wake up at like 3 a.m., come back at home at 2 p.m., really tired. Um, it was a full time thing and it was just fucked. Right, and um, I worked there and I realized, holy shit, nah, this is not for me. But then the problem was I actually got fired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got fired from... Um, what did you my, get fired for? Uh, I was uh, sitting on the pallet. The boss comes in and he's like, don't sit on the pallet, get working. And he screamed at me. I'm like, mother, like, what the fuck? you screaming at me. I'm working 10 hours for you to leave fucking boxes. You come and scream at me like that. I grabbed him and just... It was bad, yeah, and you yeah. know, I just got a straight away um, fired email. Got calls, you know. I'm like, nah, this is not it. You know, my dad was right. Don't work for someone else. Don't work for someone else. Yeah, work yeah. for yourself. Build your business. Don't build theirs. Don't build their dream. It's important. You know, he's yeah. always told me this. Always, you know. And look, so when what, you have what, someone do you that you remember, do you yeah. remember the exact statement he what he said to you? Yeah, he just said, "Who the your dad? Your dad?" He just said, "Don't." I told you don't work for someone else. I told because after I got home, like this is that happens. Like, I told you, you know, you don't want to always rely on people. It's not good to rely on anyone other than your family, and even your family can have your, you know, turn their back on you. Like there is instances where we've heard of, you know, a lot of about that as well. So it's more of depend on yourself, and you know, depend on me. My dad, you know, he he cared about me a lot. He's like, depend on me, I can help you. Out. He's like, why don't you, um, you know, like he's like he's making it very easy for me. And I told him I don't want it easy. I told him I, he's just making it easy. I'll give you this investment, you know, fifty fifty. Because you feel indebted in some respect for the yeah. struggle that he's yeah. had. I can't. I couldn't tell you. He's like, I'll give you fifty fifty grand to so many instances. He's a fifty thousand. He's a hundred thousand. Start this. Start that. Nah. I want to build that fifty thousand. I want to build that hundred thousand myself. I want to do it myself. And when I do it myself, I'll be very happy about myself. And then in that way, you know, 
um, at the same time, I can support my family just like I've said before and support them in the best way possible because yeah. they know that I did this from scratch, right? And this was very important for me. That was the main goal. So after I got fired from that job, it's like, okay, now what do I do? Do I come back to flipping cars? It's not my thing. And then um, just surprisingly going on my Instagram and going on Facebook and seeing all these ads come up about, um, you know, uh, Shopify and dropshipping and branding and um, e-commerce and I'm like, oh, okay, what's this? You know, I'm not an online guy. <laughs> I'm from Iraq. There's no online there. <laughs> you know, what the hell is Shopify? You know, <laughs> and I'm like, how the hell is my dad gonna see me working hard? <laughs> you know, I'm like, you know, this is wow. Okay, because it's all, cause it's yeah, all about yeah. in in Arab culture. It's all about they have to see it being done. Physical, physical, <laughs> physical. Yeah, yeah, something something has to be. Moved. Yeah, in, order for the, <laughs> in order for work to be done that's exactly right so then I'm like oh you know it's this uh, e-commerce thing I looked at a few ads a few things all these big guys come up and I'm like oh, okay yeah. Uh, let me see what this is about and I did some research on it on YouTube I like the idea you're the middleman, locking the deals happy deal and I'm good at flipping cars so I'm like this is kind of a, you know slightly yeah, different. something along <laughs> something, that line yeah, 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 yeah. like, okay, this is mad then I'm like okay I'm gonna get into it What's my budget? So my budget was then, because I don't borrow from my family. I do not borrow from my dad. I don't take money from my dad. I came to a proper level where I'm like, I'm going to try to live the poorest life and try to live on my own terms. So then I can, you know, kind of see the same picture they had when they were living in Iraq, my family. I want to do that. I want to do that. And then I looked at it. My dad, I said, you know, I always ask me, here's the wallet. You you know, I wasn't making money. Come on, like, you have to get money from your family, right? Otherwise, you know, you're stuffed. (laughs) They're supporting you. But I wanted to support myself. So I was like, no, okay, what's my budget? So after I got fired from that job, I had to buy out, this is hard to believe, but I had about $200. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, $200. (laughs) Let's figure out what we can do with $200 and flip the fuck out of it. You know, flip 200 into thousands of dollars, you know? And it's too good to be true. But I'm putting it in my head. I'm like, let's go hard, do this, do that. So I looked at it and I saw the e-commerce industry. I'm like, hmm. E-commerce, dropshipping, you only need about 100 to $150 to start something like that. And there's a lot of mentors. Yeah. Now, the mentors are charging, you know, anywhere from, 500 to 1,500 which is out of my budget and I always wanted to pay mentors to learn because they were showing how their you know students are doing I'm like wow this is you know this is cool I want to get into that you know and try to get learn it from them but then I'm like I don't have the budget for that and I can easily go to my dad and ask him for a thousand dollars and before he won't even think twice or you know and he'll give it to me yeah not hard but then I'm like nah let me start with that budget that I worked from that job let me see how I go two hundred dollars on the table, let's flip $200 into thousands of dollars. So I looked into the dropshipping business and I saw that there is a big opportunity for me to gain from this. So I went and created my online store. I went and had a few products. I swear the store is called Mr. Royals Merch or something. Yeah, yeah, That was yeah, my yeah. first ever store, Mr. Royals Merch. <laughs> Dot com. Dot com, yeah. It was like, okay. Mr. Royals merch, I created a website, I added products in, added a few descriptions. Bro, like I was going out with my mates and then they see me on the laptop, like, what are you doing, bro? I'm bro, trust me, just wait. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, just yeah. fucking uh, wait. And, uh, you know? and bearing in mind, yeah. these are all Arab lads that are yeah. probably doing physical jobs, <laughs> yeah. don't understand. No one, no one from my friend group knew about anything about online. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing, you know? Yeah, 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 and yeah, I can yeah. understand where they're coming from because my, my friends support me. We've been made for over 10, 15 years now. They've got my back in every way possible, literally, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and they've proved that to me and I've proved that to them. But um, 
they're like, bro, we would support you, but, you know, what the hell's going on here? Like, you know, you're creating a store. Do you even know how to code? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to code. Do you don't you? have to code. I'm like, no, bro, it's like a PowerPoint presentation. Grab this, put it there, grab <laughs> and, and they're like, okay, okay, we'll see where this goes. So I created it. I'm done. And after, you know, creating it, because I had to pay for a few things, I swear I had like $150 left. I wasn't going out much. I was trying to keep to myself, use that yeah, budget. Yeah, yeah. And you built it on the 14-day free trial. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I can't. It's going to charge me and shit, you know. <laughs> so anyways, I created it, and then I advertised my um, my store. So I advertised it was a watch. It was an AliExpress watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Oh, Frankie, you don't understand how excited I was to wake up the next morning and see a million sales. I was like, bro, this is going to be the best thing ever. You know, people have not seen this type of watch before. I even added like free shipping, get it ASAP now before it runs out, you know, and then it had a video and then I posted the ad and the ad budget was, I was like, I was going to pay like 50 to $100 in that day. So I'm like, from that 50 to 100, maybe I'll get, maybe make a thousand, 2000, flip that and keep going. Yeah. So I slept that day. It was at 3 a.m. I stayed up. I slept the next day, bro. Just before sleeping, I'm just, I'm like, okay. And I see just before sleeping, my ad got approved. I'm yeah. Like, done. You know, done. Yeah. Keen. Bro, I posted it. And the next day, I woke up and no sales. Fifty dollars gone. And I seen my mates in the group chat. Yo, bro, did you get any sales? <laughs> and I'm like, boys, nah, it didn't work out. I think I stuffed something with the ad up. Blah blah yeah. blah. He's like, bro, are you really not gonna give up at this stage? Like, come on, like it didn't work. You easily put it an ad. You put an yeah. ad up. You you wasted that fifty. I think it was I only spent 25 by that morning you know yeah, yeah. but then I'm like bro 25 was a lot for me $25 on a thing and I haven't got a sale how am I going to be profitable then paying for the ads and paying for the watch where yeah. am I you know I'm like uh, just wait till 50 50 is gone and then I lose my other 100 and no sales at all and at this stage, I'm like, bro, what the hell? This business is not it. This is, what is this? What are these, all these mentors saying? And this yeah, and that. Yeah. So now I'm basically back on point zero, no money. And then, and then at one stage, I'm like, shit, okay, what do, what do I do now? Do I continue with this or do I go back to flipping cars? There's two options here. Yeah. Flipping and cars. it's quite easy to go back to flipping cars because you know how to do that. Yeah. And I know how to do that. My dad's got me, here's a car, flip it get profit from his another car flip it you know and that's okay because he's giving me it and I'm making him money he's making me money happy days that's business there but then I'm like nah I want to continue to this business I want to you know I feel disappointed I feel like I've been let down what is this you know why are these guys showing me all these results and successful people let me get back into it so then um, I got I got I got back into it and at this stage I borrowed money from a friend I borrowed like $300 Okay, friends, okay, I can borrow from them, but family, I just can't. It's very, very, very hard for me. Very yeah, hard. Yeah. I can't. I feel like I owe them way too much. So I owe them another 300. I'm like, this time, I'm going to use that 300. I think three or 400 around that. I'm going to use that three, 400. I'm going to, you know, get a few, uh, try to chop the market for a few mentors. And I can't mention names, but then, you know, obviously I've went through a few mentors. Um, I told them, look, this is how much I've got. I'm ready to start today. I'll start paying installments. So I, I, I you know, bought like two, three courses from different mentors. I looked, I looked at it and I connected the lines. I connected the yeah. strategies. You, you took, you put in the Mrs. P, missing pieces that you perhaps were missing. Yes. What were those yes. pieces, incidentally? The store looked absolutely horrible. There's yep. no shipping information whatsoever. People don't even know when they're going to receive the product. Right. Um, nice. <laughs> the this is the worst part. The checkout didn't have the button where you can click free shipping. The, sh the shipping, it says free shipping at the start of the homepage. And at the end of the, like on the top, it just said free shipping, but it didn't say when. 
So you have to put when, how long does it take. Yeah. But then when they get to checkout, it's like $55 shipping. I stuffed up with something on the website. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, bro, oh, I, didn't, I missed that. And then the worst part out of them all was the, the logo – of the product was on the image as well. And then my, my name was different to the product. Because remember, you always right. have to make your store look as branded as possible. Yeah. The dropshipping term is for your own sake to know. You don't want customers to know you're dropshipping. Because yeah. if customers know you're dropshipping, like, brother, you're getting it from a different thing and selling it to me for a higher price, it doesn't work that way, right? Yeah, but yeah, this yeah, is yeah. trade. This is business. You buy a car, sell it for a high price, it's business. You gotta, yeah. Everyone's got to understand it, yeah. you know? And then I'm like, okay, you know, bro, this is all wrong. The mistakes, bro. The ad as well. The ad, bro. I had one ad, yeah. That was I was paying, you know, a hundred dollars. The budget was like fifty to hundred dollars for the ad, and you don't do that. You're meant to have five dollar ads. Test the ads. Yeah, test. not only that. If you have a hundred dollars, you're meant to be testing about twenty to thirty different ads. Creatives, yeah, different creatives. Small. I'm like, bro. This is I got this all wrong. So all these mentors. Three, four of them. I connected the lines. This has got this, this has got that. This guy's got this strategy. This guy's got that. Let me try and connect the strategies together to make it look crazy. Okay? So then I looked. I looked at the market. I started doing some research. I looked at the tools the mentors were giving me, and I did some research. And this is why it's important. A lot of people underestimate it. They don't like investing into themselves. They don't like investing into themselves. They just think that going on YouTube is easy, you know, do whatever you do the research. I mean, you everything. You have to physically spend money. It's, you have to. It's like when people ask me for like, mm. I try and give as much value on this podcast as possible, mm. and people like you come. I do on see that, and I people do. come on here and drop enough value. Yeah, but it's like if someone wants to come and speak to me one to one, and they're asking all this information in the DMs, I'm like, bro, just, 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 just say to me, pay, yeah. pay, pay, pay me a consulting fee. Get on yeah. the fucking phone. Yeah, or join, join, join my online academy that which will be live by the time 100%. this goes out. Right, 100%. it's like do, do, do that frankieleacademy.com by the way yeah. but like if, do, do you know what I'm yeah. saying like he's a man <laughs> you, 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 yeah. that's where you, that's, that's how you invest yeah. in yourself yeah like. 100% so this is a mistake I made you have to invest yourself you have to get mentored mentoring is very important now I don't like you know putting hate speech or anything but there's a lot of mentors that say they're mentors out there but don't actually mentor you they charge you you get the course, but even even if you get a course, you still need to be mentored. No matter no matter how big it is, no matter how good the course is, you have to have someone on top of your head. Yeah. Whenever you have questions, they yeah. answer it for you. This yeah. is extremely important. Extremely. Yeah. Like. But first, so, so there's, 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 there's there's what I call a state of play. Yeah. With yeah. give with giving value. Yeah. Right beyond free value, like me and you put out a lot of free value to the world. Yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, if people want to come. Or, 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 and get more value mm-hmm. they have to pay an entrance fee to get that value yeah. they pay the entrance fee to get that value there is value delivered in that yeah. and then the things that the, 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 the lives yeah. or, or, or the live element of that and yeah. the feedback element of that from from, from like doing a what, live once a week or yeah. doing, doing a group call yeah. that is where you can put all those components together true and that's and that's to me how yeah. you take take value and mm. then and then and then allow allow yourself to answer any questions between any blurred white yeah, lines yeah yeah no, 100% and the thing is so I did like you know get into these mentors I connected the lines I looked at it I'm like okay what's missing in the market let's figure out what's missing in the market let's see what the world needs this is my first question before getting a store before the product I'm like okay in the market because I'm Arab and I've you know I'm from Iraq and you know um 
I don't know how it is. I'm like in Iraq. I can't advertise to Iraq. I can't. What's what am I gonna do to Iraq? No one, no one even. A lot of people don't even know how to use a credit card. So I'm like, I really? can't. Are you serious? Yeah, like a lot of like. How do I say it to you? Back then, this was you know back yeah, then. Yeah, like, yeah. um, it's a little hard, you know. Like, not. It's not like a developed country like Australia, where everyone yeah. by the age of sixteen, seventeen, has got a credit card using to pay online. I feel like we're a little. Behind on yeah, that, you yeah, know. Yeah. So I'm like, even though if I was to advertise, it'd be very hard for them to. I don't think they would, you know, they're the type to buy online a lot. It's not yeah. an online country. It's more of in store, go buy it, give the cash, take it. You know, yeah, yeah. here, here in Australia, it's different. A lot of online transactions happen a lot and a lot, and you know, in the Western countries, which is really good. But then I'm like, okay, but if I don't, if I can't target Iraq as a country, let me target these very rich countries that are Arab, Dubai. Saudi, Qatar. I looked at the market there and I didn't see a lot of people doing drop shipping. I didn't see a lot of people advertising to these sort of countries. Yeah. So I'm like, and in their own local dialects. In there, yes. That's what I'm going to get to. So then I'm like, I'm going to switch it around. I'm not just going to have an English website and then advertise to them in English. I'm going to make the whole freaking website Arabic. From A to Z Arabic, the checkout in Arabic, the card number, everything Arabic, Arabic, Arabic. And I'm going to have the best products. I'm going to have uh, toiletries, kitchenware accessories, stuff that women like. Because women over there, <laughs> they they love their their husband's credit card more than their actual husbands, you know. <laughs> they love the credit card, I can tell you that. All the sheiks and very yeah, rich people yeah, there, yeah, yeah. they don't even, like, bro. The woman there, they love, you know, um, having a decorated house. Yeah. And I do see that in my mom because my mom always loves decorating her house and family members here in Australia. Yeah. They love, they yeah. like the woman love and it. And your duty, your duty as a man yeah. in, in life is to look after your woman. But in Arabic countries, yeah. that take, that's taken to a whole different level. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Look, Frankie, so, over, like, so, it's, so it's to, crazy. So, so to put it into context, because yeah. I've got quite a few Arabic mates. Yeah. Uh, Pakistani Indian as yeah, well, you as, as well Arabic yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's very it they they'll just give you the credit card <laughs> because it's less of a drama yeah. in their life to yeah. go out and generate more <laughs> revenue than it is to deal with having the reason why bro, you can't. Bro, I'm telling <laughs> so you, so true. Bro. The culture, look, the culture in Arab countries is very different to here. Very different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for one instance, I can give you this. Like, if I'm driving my nice car, whatever, whatever car I'm driving. Right, you see a lot of people here, all they, you know, a lot of these, you know, teenagers, even old people, 30, 40, rev it, rev it, blah, blah, blah. Bro, you don't get that in, in, in Arab countries. You get nice car, you know, yeah. just nice people in general. I've got four of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got four Lambos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. They're, they're just nice yeah. about it here. Like, bro, very different. Um, I feel like people there, one thing, don't get me wrong, they have more respect for you instead of hate for you if you have something nice, like nice cars and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Here, a lot of people don't like to believe the truth. And if they don't like to believe the truth, they start hating on you. So, like, you know, for instance, you know, driving nice cars or, you know, making money online, they don't want to believe it. A lot of people don't. I do see that. And I do see the hate um, from a lot of people. And I look, when you're, when you're on, on social media and you're showing this stuff, you will get hate. You will get hate, no matter yeah. what. You have to it's notice. A, it's the Ty Lopez effect. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. But that hate, like, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. As long as, you know, they can hate online. But say it to me in real life, it's a different story, you know? Yeah. Say it to me in real life, and then you're standing up for what you're saying online. Yeah. And a lot of people fail to do that. And that's why I don't care. 
That's why yeah, I don't care. Because yeah, yeah. the same people that can say whatever they want online are the same people that come and say hi to me in real life. And I don't even know they were talking shit. I don't even know they were chatting shit. People that don't even it's know not, me. It's, it, doesn't, you know? it doesn't even need to register on your on your mindset yeah. because your mind's in a different place. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When you elevate and, yeah. you, and you level up your life to, to a different point. Yeah. You don't need to look around you. Yeah, I re- I, I realized this a long a long time ago. Once you become more comfortable with who you are as a man, how yeah. you turn up, yeah. and what yeah. you, and and you know that you're doing what's on purpose to you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Nothing nothing around matters, bro. There's, that's th- true. there's there's very little that matters to me other than other than connecting with the right people and, and putting out the right the best podcast that I can put out. Yeah, there's very, there's very uh, obviously I care about my family and all this stuff, but all the materialistic stuff, all the crap. Like I've mm. been selling materialistic mm. stuff, but I don't even have a car at the moment, right? I don't. I got a, you, bro. <laughs> I, don't, I, I know you got me, bro. Yeah. bro like I don't. I don't even have a car because I realised like yeah. fuck me, I drive it fifteen k's a day. I don't need a car, bro. I swear you don't need a car living here. We know that. Yeah, <laughs> Everything's but, around you, bro. But but, you know? but but people can get trapped up in that. Yeah, but 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 going back to the uh, to going back to setting up the Arab stores, yeah, so, so, that we, so that we don't lose that. Yeah, thread. yeah, yeah. So pretty much created the store fully Arabic. Um, so after borrowing that three hundred or four hundred, I don't remember much uh, back then from my mate. I'm like, okay, I've spent about two hundred dollars on the mentors. I just got into installment plans. I'm like, brother, look, um, this is what I've got. Please help me out, and I'll definitely pay it. And you know, I wasn't wrong on my words. And, you know, some of the mentors said yes, yeah, some of the mentors said no. I'm like, okay, I've got a few mentors. I connected the lines. I looked at the strategies. I'm like, what can I do better and connect everything together and kill it, you know? And, you know, launched my Arab store. So, fully Arabic store. I launched, even my ad wasn't Arabic. And it was like, it was something pr- so and new. The products. Yeah. Can I just yeah. He- yeah, make yeah. clear here? The yeah. products. Yes, they're products. They're pro- I know it sounds common sense, but I want to make sh- you're not selling Western products to Arabic people. You're selling very Arabic yes, type yes, things yes, to great. Arabic Vases people. and yeah. flowers and yeah. table covers and fucking rugs, rugs and uh, you know wallpapers, Islamic, you know yeah. Muslim wallpapers because you know religion yeah, yeah. and people love yeah, their religion. Yeah, there, yeah. everyone's got culture. Yeah. You know, everyone's trying to everyone's trying to flex. You know, everyone's trying to flex their. Yeah, honestly, everyone everyone loves their everyone loves their print on demand yeah. Allah poster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And you know, I, what I realized is a lot of like you go to other families' houses and like the mums and the you know, uh, you know, the mums they're always trying to like they go to my mom, like, look, I got this, I got that, yeah, look at that, yeah, yeah. Oh, expensive, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and then my mom comes. You know they got all this. Why don't we have it? Let's look yeah. for it online. Yeah, no? because it's a yeah. very, that yeah. is very. That's the culture, bro. <laughs> that's the culture. See, see, yeah. you've actually done something. You've actually stumbled upon something with with what you did there. That's so, yeah. so um, driven yeah. because, yeah, like in Australia, w- mm. where mm. one girl gets a Louis Vuitton bag, and then and then and then other girls are like, "Well, I'm going to max out my credit card and get one," mm-hmm. and then I'm going to max out my, and they start and yeah. that starts a cycling effect because it's a virtue signal. Yeah. We, we live in a virtue signaling country mm-hmm. and a virtue signaling place in the virtue signaling country. 100%, That's yeah. where we are. Yeah. That's why 
you know, without, very without, far, without yeah. trying to offend anybody, that's yeah. why there's so many Teslas, people buying so many Teslas yeah, now. Yeah. It's all a signal. Yeah. That's why people buy so many Aldis, Mercedes, yeah. um, Louis Vuitton bags. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and that's why people have filler in their lips. And this yeah. and it's, it's, it's not actually a direct representation yeah. of, of a lot of... When people actually strip it back, it's not actually what they actually truly want. Yeah. It's what they've been influenced to have because of the environment they're in. What yeah, you're yeah. saying mm-hmm. is that because Arabic people like to go around each other's house, like say, oh, you know, that's great on your wall, but then secretly they want to go buy a fucking secret bigger, <laughs> bigger rug. Bigger, fucking bigger. Yeah. And the next time they come, like, look, I got this, I got that. You know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how that's how it is. And it's not for the males, it's the dads, it's more for the mums. The mums care about it so much. And you're only selling female. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to target these females. And I'm going to target not the old females, like the ages of 50 or whatever. I'll target the mid-age because the ages of 50, I can't get that woman to buy something for me. It's going to be very hot. Because she's she not used know. to the credit card. Yeah, she's not. So I'm going to get the modern you know, gener- generation and the ones that know what this is and how to buy, you know, most and likely. I, and I presume in some of your targeting, when you're targeting these, mm. you not only, when yeah. you target the country, you target yeah. the rich yeah. cities, yeah, yeah, right? And yeah. you target yeah. like the equivalent of what, like, like black card, black yeah. card holders, yeah. American Express black card holders in those rich Yeah, things. yeah. So what I did was I created the ads for a few products. So it was a few vases, yeah. a few lighting vases and stuff like that. And I'll get to the big, big point very soon. So when I started it, I advertised it. And then um, still, I, I'm a night guy. So there's day guys and there's night guys. You're can the day I, can, guy, can, I'm the night guy. <laughs> can, I just, can I stipulate, right? <laughs> When we cross over at the sauna, I'm two hours before I go to bed. He's just woken up. <laughs> facts, 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 facts. That is crazy. And then we're just, you know, Frankie's going to bed. I'm just, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, so my timing is different. I'm a night guy. I stayed up. I stay up to 5 a.m. It's not a bad thing. Like you were saying to me before, you're like, it's the same hours, mate. It's the same hours. Don't Bro, you, we just have a different sleeping pattern, yeah. but but we're both we're both working the same amount of hours. Yeah, which is good. Yeah. When 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 you get up, mm. uh, when you get up, which mm. is probably like what maybe a cup, two, three in the afternoon, two, oh, 12, one, two, around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 12, there. 12, 12, 12, one, two. I mean, I mean. You you were here today at twelve. That's an early morning for you, isn't it? <laughs> very, very. You don't understand. Yeah, I I'm d- like, oh, why am I awake at eleven? <laughs> but, but this is what people pe- people people get massively involved in flexing on the five a.m. club. I yeah. get up at five a.m. Yeah, bro. Even yeah. if you get up at f- look, the the fact is, yeah. from I've spoke to many influential people. Yeah. I speak to other business people that haven't been on the podcast. I speak to many many different people, celebrities, and all this stuff with or what I do online, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, mm. no fucker in the world is productive more than two to four hours of good quality work a day. Mm, mm. No one. Mm. No one. Not you, not me, not any fucker. Mm-hmm. Not Elon Musk either. Mm. Not. I'm talking about mm. quality, yeah, right. deep work, mm. max four hours, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Because your brain can't fucking... Eight hour day, work day is fucking pointless, bro. Four hours max, you're right, yeah. yeah you, 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 oh, that is, yeah. When, when, when you when you go when you go and work, doesn't matter what time you work in, you work in your hours. But but after a couple of two hours of deep work, yeah, you just you just grinding gears for no reason, bro. Yeah, you are right. You are right. You're that just is wasting true. time. That is true. See, the, like yeah. So like I said, I'm a night guy. Stay up late. You know, I work 
lay, I, I like it. It's peaceful for me, you know. And then when I wake up, even though everyone's going work, everyone's got things going on, I wake up, you know, I have my own hours. And this is, you know, what this is the price that you get with what you do. There's certain work you have to. That's have to, what my dad to, said. You have to pay a certain price to enter yeah, the game. Yes, if the boss is telling you, you gotta rock up at this time, you don't rock up, you get fired. It's very simple, very straightforward. No going circles around it. But if you're your own boss and you got your own things going on, and depending on how consistent you want your business to be and how much you want to develop it, you can work on your own hours. It's fine. But you're yeah. working the hours of the countries that you're working in. Yes, too. yes. So that's the countries that look. Me, my culture. I can't forget. I love my culture. I listen to Arabic music in the car. I like to go to Arab places. I love going to shisha bars. I've never. I've never. I swear, I've only been to clubbing like once or twice. This is like three years ago. Like I've never gone after that. It wasn't my vibe. I'm more of a more of a cultural guy. I love my culture. I love, um, you know, how we go and see other family members and bring gifts and that. And I really like that. And I see that something. I see this as something that uh, makes me a better person in a way. I swear, culture. You know, culture does make you a better person because culture does invite you to be a person, a nice person, a loving person. Culture does that, bro. I you would know? not be able to communicate with the vast people that I communicate with unless my friends hadn't looked like a Dulux color chart <laughs> when I was born. Facts, bro. Yeah, like yeah. if you stand me, yeah. like. There's a few people that are a few shades whiter than me, but then we go right the way to Sudanese, bro. Yeah, yeah. So it's like there's that much there's that much diversity in my upbringing. When yeah. I came to Australia, it yeah. was like, oh, this is easy. Yeah, like Lebanese. Yeah, I can, I can, I can. I can Did cook. you get I, along I, with Lebanese people? I, I can, I can, <laughs> man, I can, I can <laughs> communicate with. There's good people in all races. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can communicate with people of all colors and races yeah. beca- because I was brought up in the most. You know, England's a hotbed for yeah, it. Yeah. Like we've got, there's, I, I can't think of a of a nationality that I hadn't met in England before I came to Australia. Mm. Like that's the beauty mm. of travel, bro. Mm-hmm. What you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, no, and that's the thing, Frankie. Like having culture is a good thing. It's a, it's nice. You know, it's fun. You, you know, you. How do I say it? You, you're proud of it. You're proud. You know, and just I love you know being around Arab places, being around Middle Eastern restaurants. I love going to Sydney. Sydney's where I. Can Came to Australia, you know, very very Persian, very you know Persian Arab, you know, very very um, and you feel the vibe like like in in one thing I tell you about us in in Iraq or Syria, uh, you know when the countries were fine and good, but in, in imagine this yeah you're walking and you're hungry you come back home let's say the bus just dropped you off let's say from school or whatever, you know there in the neighbourhoods if you walk around people have their houses open they don't care. They don't have their houses locked. The doors are actually open. You walk to the back and you just have to say you're hungry. That's all you have to say. I'm just hungry. They don't ask you, oh, um, but why are you here? They go and prepare food for you and you can go sit. Any house. I can guarantee you right now. Guaranteed. Go to Iraq. Go to Syria. Go to all these Arab countries. Walk around. Bro, you'll feel the love. The vibes are amazing. You feel it. You just walk in. I'm hungry. You know. And that's any culture. Any culture. And... And like in Ramadan, Ramadan, you know Ramadan yeah, is like yeah, a month yeah. where we fast. And bro, I will put a hundred thousand dollar bet right now if you can go to any house during Ramadan, any place in Iraq, and walk around and go to a house and say you're hungry, and if they don't give you anything, I'll bet that hundred thousand right now, bro. They will open their eyes. They'll bring. They'll make sure you eat more than they do. So you know, with my with my friends in England, even mm-hmm. like my Kenyan friends and yeah. all that stuff, bro. I can. 
I stopped going around their house, not because I didn't want to see their mums and see their families, but because <laughs> when you're trying to stay on a diet, <laughs> Arabic, Arabic families, Kenyan families, <laughs> African families, they all want to fucking feed you their local delicacies, man. And, and everyone's, the, trying to, everyone's trying to fucking... Everyone's trying to... <laughs> because because yeah, you are the right. one thing that your culture does not understand is yeah. No, I'm not hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that is true. There's no such thing. There's no such bro, yeah, they don't understand the concept. Yeah. If you tell a Muslim lady that yeah. you're not hungry, yeah. she will just she won't. She won't. She will look at you. Yeah. Come, come. And she and in her accent, and I'm not going to do the accent yeah. because it'll be offensive. But in yeah. her accent, she'll say, "Yeah, like you got you got we got to yeah. feed you up. Yeah. You, you look like you're wasting yeah. away." <laughs> Well, I'm, yeah. I'm five stone overweight. Like, you know, you know that is very true. Like even when my friends come over, when I used to live with my family back in uh, Brisbane, yeah. now I live in Gold Coast. Yeah, they live yeah. in Brisbane. My dad's got a few houses. So when I live there, um, pretty much, you know, like when I walk in, my fa- my friends walk in. Some of my friends are like, bro, you go tell your mum we're not hungry today. We should come and you know chill. Yeah, over. because you feel awkward. <laughs> yeah, because you're the white, the token white guy yeah, yeah. in the full Muslim household. <laughs> yeah. And you're turning down the national dish, hundred percent, right? yeah. And that's offensive, very, yes. And yeah. I'll, and and I'm brought up in a respectful way too, yeah. In that environment, I like you don't that, want to yeah. disrespect their mum, yeah. So I'm like, bruv, I'm not going to come around, not because because, yeah. because I don't, don't want to upset yeah, you know, your mum, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So then my mum starts seeing my friends and bang, dude, that whole table's full. Yeah. My friends are all looking, like, yeah, they're just like, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much. That's very nice. I, I do see that to be very nice. And I do love culture and I do love people with culture. And I know you have culture, yeah, Frank. Yeah, I know yeah, you yeah. talk to me, bro. You tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the other day when I was talking to you, like, bro, we've got it hard. I'm from Europe. I used to get it hard. So I'm like, nah, he's yeah, got culture. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know? I, I don't know the, the hard the hard sh- mm. I love to learn about other people's cultures so I so mm. I like to seek to understand before being understood so yeah. like I, I, I there was lots that I've learned through this conversation yeah. why I wouldn't have this conversation with you yeah. was because like there's lots that I've learned mm-hmm. about Iraq and about culture and about yeah. coming from yeah. somewhere to somewhere else yeah. there were even deeper darker depths than where I've been from mm. I like I like people to understand that mm-hmm. do you know what I, I mean see you, because, yeah. because I if, see if, if I can it, I, I need the, the the most the the thing that's hit for me so fucking hard mm. that I really want people's ears to drop in on in mm. this podcast the real thing that I fucking that you said that's mm. that's fucking hit me mm. that is so pivotal that every person takes away from this podcast is mm. this one statement right mm. that if you are given uh, wealth or you take things from your family um you know the monetary, the cars, the gifts that the, the, you then take through life and use as a symbol to access certain levels of society, society in your friend group. And the, That's true. don't you understand? In that moment, you are disempowering yourself from growth. Mm. You are surrounding yourself with people that you shouldn't be surrounded mm. by at that point in your life because of the things that you have and the places you've been and the cars you're traveling in. You're surrounding yourself with all the wrong things by using other people's. Mm assets or things that they've worked hard for mm-hmm. and you've just leveraged yeah and it's and it puts you in the position that ultimately you get to like 30 years old if this if this, if this happens to you 18 you get this this range Rover revoke you go to you get to 30 and, and you you hit 30 and then you sit there one day and you sit there at 30 years old and you think 
Why do I feel so empty? The reason you've experienced that emptiness at certain ages, mid twenties, thirties, is because of the experience that you've described. You got it all easy, you know. You got it be- because yeah. because some of one, some of us don't realize how easy we do mm-hmm. have it mm-hmm. compared to other people in 100%. the world, and start from a place of gratitude. 100%. And two, because there's some people that listen to this mm-hmm. that probably need to forego mm-hmm. having the some of the help that they're probably getting. They probably need to stop getting passed down that property from that parent. They probably need to forgo taking that money from their mum to buy their That's second true. car. That's true. That they don't See, deserve. It becomes a blind, uh, like a, a, a covered curtain. It keeps getting covered, covered. You know what happens? At one stage, you start you you start to become you know ungrateful. You start to become nothing around you. Nothing. You don't start to appreciate anything around you. It doesn't fill you. You become up. arrogant. Doesn't become, f- doesn't yeah, fit. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing gives. Nothing feels purposeful yeah. because the because even even if you've started a business and you get to five mil revenue, but you started it with two hundred fifty thousand dollars of your own money, just put it into context. Yeah, that's amazing. You, you, you've. You, you started a business with $250,000 of your own money to buy plant equipment and get your first employee. Do you not understand mm. how how by by taking that 250 in the first place mm. and starting it and not start and not and not and not doing that first piece yourself disempowers you to go from 5 to 10 to 20. 150%, yeah. I can promise you that the most successful entrepreneurs I've talked to in life mm-hmm. have started with you know, even when the pe- even when the families had money, I'm talking about the ones that hit the ones two hundred millions mm. regular per year, mm-hmm. like the Davy Fogertys, like the High Smile Boys, like those boys that hit it in ecom, mm-hmm. that hit the levels that we're talking about, mm-hmm. the three hundred fifty million dollars a year mm-hmm. revenue numbers. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because even though that their families came from certain things and had certain monies, yeah. they didn't take it. They went and pursued exactly what you exactly, said, yeah. and and by doing that. They've learned so much in by what is t- by what I term as getting into the weeds. They've learned so much by jumping into the weeds mm-hmm. and getting their hands dirty yeah. in that e-commerce space, in whatever space they're in. And they've learned so much by doing it that 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 when they accentuate out of that and start making cash and reinvest the cash in their business, and they and they t- and they start to compound that growth, mm-hmm. it's life changing. Guaranteed. Well said. <laughs> Give me a thing so I can grade you. That was That is true. Yeah. That is it. That is it. I've, I've, I've sat with so many people now yeah. on and off here and I just know that that message needed to be said. Bro. Yeah, that's so, so true. It's so powerful. Wow, that's true. And before uh, before we go into into your yeah. shops and, yeah. and everything that we were meant to go into but we keep going offline and it's <laughs> yeah. my fault because I'm going to do Culture, that culture. But, 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 yeah. but but there's so if that doesn't fucking resonate with you right now the reason i'm sat here and i'm saying to you is this because i looked out i went downstairs the other day i was mm-hmm. on my way to the gym mm-hmm. and i'm getting in my black audi with red leather seats and i'm thinking why do i need this right mm-hmm. would this be better if i mm-hmm. sold this fucking car that i don't need because i can get an uber to the gym for 8 dollars mm-hmm. and just fucking spend that cash on getting this podcast into more people's ears or doing something decent with the money. Yeah, Not to be sat there mm. just because it's a black Aldi mm-hmm. with red leather seats mm-hmm. and it's got podcast <laughs> written on the number plate. I don't need that, bro. Like this detach once you start becoming attached to that, you need mm. to dis- disassociate yourself with that. True, true. Because now now you now you've become some something something it can become toxic. 
something has become, become toxic can yeah. become toxic to you if you don't realize that you yeah. you are attached yeah. to how you look in it or how you feel in it or how other people perceive you in it and mm. it happens without you even knowing that it's happening to you True. and you as soon as as soon as you start to as soon as you get in it, you re, as soon as you start to realize you're like fuck yeah. this is actually becoming I don't need it. Like, I don't need this. True. How do I prove it to myself? I drove it, bro. I told you. I, you said to me next day, "Where's your car?" I said, "Bro, I drove it. I, I realized this, <laughs> yeah. and I drove it straight down the auction." Yeah, yeah. You told I me. Did, I'm, I, I'm looking at my what? Why? Because, my be, 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 because I needed to change it in yeah. that moment, mm. and you had to, and you and and I, because I needed to change it in that moment, mm. I took action. Mm. I took action. I'm not telling. I'm not going to sit here. If with people like yourself, I'm not going to sit here and learning from people and, and the kind of people that I talk to and not take action on shit that needs true. to take action on. That is true. Because I'm telling people to take action in mm. their life every fucking day. Mm-mm. So if I don't do it in my life, it's not congruent with the podcast. Mm. You so are I, right. So I you drove right. it straight down That's there, true. bro. That's and true. by tomorrow, mm-hmm. it'll be gone. <laughs> Congrats. Good deal. But I could have flipped it for you. Yeah, yeah you could have flipped it for me, yeah. But, but yeah. Let's, let's get real in-depth into this e-commerce Okay. It, right. Okay. Easy. So pretty much, I've launched the Arabic store, and then it was like three a.m. I woke up the next morning. I had about twenty-five sales. I made about thousand eight hundred that first morning, and um, it was amazing. Like freaking, you know, look at it. You're making one thousand, one thousand eight hundred, even three hundred dollars for me was a lot back then. It was like three hundred. I can live two weeks of three hundred. That's how grateful I was. I was I was still in the concept of understanding every single dollar I have to be very grateful for. I know, and to put it into context as well, you mm. know, you, your first stores that you launched, you're not mm. sold fuck all. Now yeah. you've launched an ad, yeah. and because it's in Arabic, and because you've aligned yourself with what you're actually truly meant to be doing, yeah. you've done 25. Yes. So if that, so there's a learning right there. The yeah. learning is this. Yeah. Be on purpose with what you're doing and actually believe in it. Yeah, yeah. And then it just kicked off from there. That first day, that you know, like I said before, at the start of this podcast, you just get it right once. I went back and forth, cards flipping, worked at a butcher shop. Worked, you get it right once, you're set. Hit yep, the moon, yep. you're set, right? So pretty much um, after that, I kept scaling the store. Within one month, I was able to scale about $45,000. Not a bad scale for in me. In one month? In one month, yeah. 40, Fuck me, bro. 45000 and that's in profit. Profit. So that, <laughs> yeah, it was like about, So what was the growth? 67, 68 around there yeah 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 I, you know bro yeah. that's sick bro and one month yeah, Arabic store one month Love one this. month Arabic store and then bro we did this is the biggest part yeah this is how we scaled from 45 to 115 the next month I'll explain how so then I'm like oh let me add a live chat a, a live chat in the in the Arabic thing I want to say I want to th- see you what added they think Arabic live chat yeah <laughs> Bro, this is some next so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ahlan, like, hello, would you? <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's Arabic for hello? Yeah, Ahlan, hello, Ahlan. 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 Yeah. Ahlan, do you have any questions, whatever? Uh, are you needing some help? So then I had that live chat, and then you, when the people put things on live chat, it's come up on my phone. And brother, I was getting messages left, right, and center. How do I purchase this? Just just a few guidances, and they purchase. Just a few things, explain to them, bang, bang, bang. So did you start writing tutorials on how to purchase? Uh, no, not tutorials. Uh, everyone had different questions. So someone's like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to check out, but when I put the... Because, like I said, it's not something big. It's not something that's... You know, we're too advanced, you know? You've got a guide. You're teaching a nation that's not 
generally an online nation yeah. at this point to yeah. buy things online. Yeah, but out of the whole thing, the biggest thing I loved was a trust level. People were sending me their credit cards on the live so chat. that I can pay it for them so they can get the order. That's the trust level. That's how like, yo, I love this. I love what's going on. I get so much nice feedback. This is amazing. I've never seen stuff come up on my Facebook like this. This is a nice store. I'm looking to buy more. Do you guys have a store in Dubai or a store in Saudi? I'm, like, I'll go yeah, down. Dude. I'll get to that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then it's like, bro, you know, scaled from 45,000 to 150,000 next month. Going up three, 400K. Keep going. Keep 300, going. 400K per 100, month. Uh, yeah. So, bro, we are hitting big figures like I had a team marketing team doing a few things for me um, bro and the best part of it all was that month it's a Ramadan month the Ramadan month bro you can go speak to that Alibaba take- suppliers they all hate me from that <laughs> so, 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 so Ramadan month <laughs> yeah Shits on Black Black Friday, bro. <laughs> bro, with my store, <laughs> brother. <laughs> no one like imagine with Black Friday, everyone selling. Yeah, over there, it's like it here and there. Is, it, yeah, like, literally, like you're, you're 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 like literally like Ramadan. Yeah, beats Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, bro. From what I was doing, hundred uh, percent. Where you're gonna get a whole dropshipping store in Arabic from. A to Z in Arabic, everything that's descriptions, everything in Arabic, the reviews are in Arabic, customer reviews are in Arabic. <laughs> you so know? like all the symbols and shit. All the symbols so, are so, so it looks like something out of like the mummy. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> bro, what is going on? Like people cannot believe this and people, they don't know about AliExpress over there, not many people. So then when they see stuff like this, what is this? Like, this is yeah, amazing. Yeah. You've seen all this problem fixing stuff on yeah, Facebook and it phases yeah. you, like, ah, whatever. Over there, they see it, they right. think, holy I've seen some of the products, right, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah. that you sell. And yeah. I'm like, yeah. there's no way in the Western world that that sells. But, in, yeah. but but where you're selling it, it's like, I need one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Selling the vases, the carpets, the rugs. Bro, anyways, so then in the Ramadan month, when that month was coming, bro, I'm like, yo, I'm going to start selling Islamic vases and lanterns that say Allah's name. And, you know, very nice stuff, you know, very spiritual stuff. And for that, yeah. for people, that month, it's all about being very spiritual yeah. and having your house decorated in Ramadan. They have the calendars come up and what time you got to break your fast and all that. Yeah. And I just made the hell out of it. I spoke to the suppliers. And you had what time you got to break your Shopify record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, I'm like, this, this, this month, guys, we're going to break all the month combined, you know, yeah. created the store, put the products in. And stuff like that and then bro <laughs> absolutely bro I had a call from Shopify blah blah you know is everything going legit we've never seen that, like a full Arabic store A to Z you know the, they do have Arabic stores but not dropshipping Arabic stores you know yeah. dropshipping is different you're talking dropshipping yeah. you're not talking branding you're talking dropshipping so what fashion. numbers are we talking bro. give that for another episode it was go, pretty go, big go, go, go. hit, hit him are we talking seven figure mom uh, yeah, yeah bro we, it's crazy Seven figure like month. like bro, it was it was so much that we didn't even care about our profit. Like there was big profit, but we didn't even calculate it. We didn't care. We knew that was too big. And then I had a team of like five six people spread it around. You know, everyone's working because bro, it was a lot of orders. It was a lot. And bro, how many orders are we talking? Bro, you know, after the first two weeks, I wasn't spending money on ads. It was just people coming back from other people telling them. So all the people, yeah, I bought from the store. Come, come, come. Everyone's sending links. My friend sent me. My friend sent me. Brother, it was just everyone's at once coming in. It was traffic at its best. And I wasn't paying for ads. I stopped paying for ads after that first two weeks in Ramadan. I stopped paying for ads. 
you don't need to pay for ads anymore. <laughs> need, was, it was the same to, rate. You don't ads. need to pay for ads when the when women are going around each other's houses. Hundred percent. Look what I ordered. This is the thing. This is yeah. it. And everyone, what, bro? My suppliers in Alibaba, like, yo, need a hundred thousand worth of stock, two hundred thousand worth of stock. Send it through. Send it through. Send. Bang, bang, bang. Sending it, you know, through and you know, so got them and sent them out. At this point, you've gone from zero dollars. Yeah. To your first sale online. Yeah. Yeah. To forty five grand that month, yeah. To one twenty, yeah, one fifty around there, yeah. That next month to seven figures, yeah, around, yeah. It was fucked. <laughs> what I want to draw people's attention to is how quickly your life can change. Yeah, and looking back at it, because of how I am, and you know, I was able to support my family, and that was the main goal. Yeah. And until this day, even after everything that I've done, I don't like saying I've done things for them. They've done more for me, even though I've, you know, I, I, you just don't, you don't need to say, it, you know. But even until this day, I still don't feel like I've done even 1% enough. Yeah. And that's the mentality you got to have, you know. And, you know, family's number one. You know, it comes first. I mean, you do get a bit of problems. We do. We had our problems, ups and downs. And you always come back. You always fix it. You always, you know, come back and, you know, sort everything out and then come back to that same level, you know. Yeah. You can make so much mistakes with your family, but with your friends, when you make mistakes, it's a different deal. It's a different yeah, deal, right? Yeah, you make yeah. a mistake with a friend and it hurt him or something. That friend can cut you off. I'm, you know, I've seen these instances happen a lot. But you make mistakes with family; they always forgive you out of the love they have for you. Yeah, you know, and that's a big thing for me. You know, and pretty much was able to support my family. Um, and then you know, I got into uh, e-commerce training and showing people this stuff because I did come from a lot of hardship. I did come from a lot of problems and. Don't get me wrong. A lot of people say they did come from a lot of hardships and stuff like that, but the real story is they had it all there, you know? Do, do, I actually did come from, and when was, my family was supporting themselves in Australia, it was okay. It was going okay for me. But until that point, I still put myself in a lot of hardship to go through what they went through and at the same time build what my dad's built for me and help them and give back. And that's how it is, and that's how it worked, you know? And yeah. with with with... With there being a lot of e-commerce people that tr- every look as far me looking online, mm. I just play devil's advocate. When I look online, and mm. I s- there's so many different people, as you know, mm. train people in e-commerce. Yeah. I tend to think a lot of people. Mm. I want to get your opinion on this. A yeah. lot of people that are training people in e-commerce. Mm. Potentially make more from training people in e-commerce than they do from e-commerce. Yeah, that's a good and, point. And, yeah. and, and that, and that to me, yeah, that to me is like. See, the thing is, see, the thing is, what you've said is very true because when I first started buying these courses from these mentors, some of them never actually helped me. So after buying, so before that, they talk to you very nicely, whatever. And after that, they don't help you. Like, I don't expect them to reply to me straight away. I don't expect them. I'm not their priority, you know. I'm paying an installment, but it's like, yo. I'm struggling, you aren't. I'm going through hell. I've come here because I'm financially struggling and trying to find something. That $50 you're getting or that $500 or that $1,000 is my hard-earned work from that whole week of you know working for someone else. And you come and you take that money and you don't give me the help and you don't come and you know you don't give me the necessary help and when I message you, you don't reply to me? Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I've got students. I have not ever left my student on scene. I've always replied to my students. And I always make, you know... How many do you have now? Uh, see, the thing is, we've started with about... Uh, so, within that first month, we were able to get about 200 students. 
Now it's gone higher. I don't like sharing the figures. I don't like yeah, sharing yeah, it. Yeah. It's gone higher, a little, a little higher, you know. Um, but you would know, you would know, obviously. Yeah. And yeah, but growing those, you know, students, making them successful was a priority. And after that, it was just word of mouth. Abdullah did this. Abdullah showed me this. It was all because of him and just people coming. Have, have a lot of your students, do they come from like the Arabic community? Yeah. Is there a lot of that? Yeah, I, so, I'd imagine. Because like, a lot of the Very lads, good question. Yeah. Because I'm like one of the first few, I swear I don't know anyone that's Arab in Queensland that's doing e-commerce. Yeah, fuck that. I only know one guy in Sydney, he's a very good friend of mine, very good friend. And bro, and he doesn't do the same thing because I do dropshipping branding. He's just showing like he you, builds you, brands, you, you know? You kind of tend, tend to appeal to... To people that resonate with your story, yeah. and so and they would resonate. It's very different. So with me, a lot of the Arabs and Muslims, they trust me very easily. They send the payment straight away, and then you know we show them how to do everything, and we help them. We're on a trust level basis, and a lot of my students are uh, Muslim and Arab and stuff more than you know, yeah, uh, yeah white, yeah, yeah, much more, much more, because they do resonate with me a lot. Yeah. And the way we talk and stuff, our slang and how we talk, it's like trust. You know, salam alaikum, peace yeah. be upon you, brother. Yeah. You know, I want to learn this. You know. Mashallah, good on you. Mashallah, like you know, like look what has Allah willed on this, you know, thing. Like amazing. Goodness. I know, and, and when you understand it at that deep connectional yeah. like level, that's yeah. that's yeah. something that people re- resonate with. Whereas if you come into it like as an English lad who doesn't understand the culture, yeah. or an Australian person that doesn't understand the culture and doesn't understand the backing behind it, and yeah. what um, and that there can be a disconnect there. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So the thing is with that. Like I, I, it was really good, and to see a lot of people struggling, and then come and help them, and give them, you know, six-figure businesses, and you know, go from zero to a hundred was amazing. And this is why, like, I get so much word of mouth. A lot of people are, like, yo, this guy helped me come join this guy, and we help a lot of people. But at the same time, look, these mentors that are making money from their courses, they get to a level where they just don't care. They take your money, they don't care, and that's a problem. Not yeah. all, I don't like mentioning names, but a lot do. And I've seen that because I've bought courses and I get a lot of complaints that come to me and say, yo, this guy, you know, just took my thing. I've paid this guy literally this much, no yeah, reply. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, like I said to you earlier, Frankie, if you give someone a course, you have to give them the mentoring. Yeah. Because with the course only, they will struggle. They will struggle. You need to give the mentoring. Unless this person's got a mind to connect dots together and stuff like that. Yeah. Then obviously, yeah, but then you have to like help the person out. First of all, the product section of it, no matter how good the course is, the course will never tell you the specific products. There's a lot of students, you know, looking at it and seeing, uh, are all the students going to sell the same product? No. That mentor has to specifically go and send out a few products to this student to give them an idea. And that's where uh, the first step goes wrong. These students find the wrong product, even though the strategies are shown on the course, they're pretty much wasting their time creating a website and then launching and wasting their money. So, you know? yeah. yeah. Yeah, because... because um, There's not that help. The, the help is not there. Because I've done dropshipping a few times yeah. and I showed you a really, yeah, you a really old a really old store of mine, one yeah. of my old ones, and yeah. it was like, cool, that, that, that's, that's profitable, but that, that's profitable now, but it's not scalable. Yeah. You just looked. At, you looked at it. and You're like, that's profitable. I told or you. I told you. I told you. A few sales, Frankie. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking so, for the high. So, you know, so, 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 so you like. So you so that you said to me, you yeah. probably do like high fours, low fives, but you're not going to scale to six figures and beyond with that product. Because I don't it, because look at a product that I can't scale to six figures with a month. I don't look at a product. I don't even think about it. Yeah. There's a lot of products out there that. People just send them out, or people look at them. Oh, yeah, but I can get sales. Okay, yes, you can. Okay, but okay. you can't scale. Okay, can't. Let, what, yeah. what's your prerequisite 
checklist of some of, of the things that you look for in a product that scales to six figures in a month? Okay, the product has to have uh, like it has to be special. So you can't just if someone was to look through this product on their feed, if they have if they look at it and be like, oh whatever, from one out of a hundred people, a hundred people that seen this ad, if 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 out of a hundred of them, this is what I, how I see it, out of a hundred of them, about eighty to ninety of them have to look at it and be like, holy shit, stop the feed. So it has to stop the feed. Like, yo, you know that's number one. That's very yeah. important. You know, that's that's like 90, 90% out of the 100 people. That needs to be done. That's very important. So you go around. That's the first thing. Very simple. Show your friends. Show your family. What do you think? And if they tell you, I want to buy one myself, you've got it. You've got it. I can guarantee you. Because, you know, these are the, this is the type of products you can that. scale with. Okay? Yeah. Number two, the product, you can't have a, you know, freaking massive product that's going to cost you crazy shipping you have to have a product that is small not too big not too heavy and that won't cost you too much for shipping because shipping terms can really stuff you up you know and the problem with these suppliers is they're always changing their shipping around and shipping's you know fucking around with covid as well because of covid and it's you know playing up so just have something small not too heavy not too big and in that way, this type of product could be easy for you to ship around. And don't have something that's easily breakable because once you're getting – we've had a few instances where we sold these vases with Ramadan and we've had a few refunds and stuff because, you know, they arrive broken and stuff like that. That's a bit of a problem. So don't have it something that can easily break. Um, you know, if it's glass or something, make sure you're speaking to the suppliers and telling them to cover it up. There's a lot of few mistakes that people make. Oh, I've made the money and then bang, I'm getting all these refunds now. Yeah. So that's another thing. Yeah. Um, Another thing as well to look for a product is make sure the profit margin is at least at least forty dollars plus to have money to spend on ads because if if you're if you're spending on ads and cost per click is very low you're good because you know you're profiting more right yeah. but if your cost per click is higher you got a problem and you know the funny part is you know like if the, if the product is good your cost per click goes very low. And you can profit, but if your product yeah. isn't good, your cost per click yeah. increases, yeah. and that's a bit of a problem when but you're scaling. You know, because of because of the Facebook not wanting to show the ad because yeah. it's not engaging with it's their not. users. Yeah, you want Facebook, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's another thing as well. So make sure that, like, you know, you're you're profitable in a product. You're profitable. F- the product is profitable in a way that's at least going to make you thirty plus or forty dollars or fifty dollars plus. Um, so that you're profitable on your ads. And if you are, you, you will look at it. Once you're doing your ads, you'll look at it. You look at your cost per click, cost per link click, all that. You look at it and then you'll start realizing, yes, this is a good product because Facebook is pushing it. I'm getting a lot of traffic. Um, and you'll start seeing results. That's how it works. Yeah, and then yeah. you look at it and then your profit margin is becoming amazing, you know, because yeah. $30, $40, you start updating your website a little bit. You start adding descriptions in, nice informative descriptions, more information, upsell, downsell, all this stuff. Check out, you know, uh, uh, extra this, extra that. Now you're just, you know, killing the game. Email list, growing the email list, smash an email blast by another, you know, two, three months, smash it all at once, send out a massive discount, get everyone coming in, send them this. Bro, you'll kill it. You'll scale. But if you're starting with a product that you can't scale with, you're losing money on ads, you're wasting your time on creating a website. And back to the point, this is where a lot of these mentors don't actually help. If you ask most of my students, I actually send them products myself. Yo, I got a product for you. I sit down and take time for that student to find that particular yeah. product that they can sell. Yeah, you, 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 you I think, I think you, uh, you yeah. even when we went out for coffee one day, yeah, there was two things you said. 
you told me you said, "Look, Frankie, I think you should start this business because this business suits you." Yeah, right? I told you. Yeah, and the only reason why I didn't execute on that is because yeah. I'm putting my heart and soul into my podcast. You told because, me because I believe it's my purpose. Yeah, yeah. Right? You have yeah. and and you understand why I why I, I didn't it. take. I, I didn't understand take it very that, well because right? yeah. I have to be fully. I have to, I I have to be fully authentic and aligned with what I'm doing. I, yeah, I don't yeah. do any half heart half hearted shit. Yeah. The second thing. You said to me about some dropshipping stores, yep. and 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 you, you sent me some products, show me some products, and and now I have a more of an understanding of how yep. that 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 works as well. I'm going to have another dropshipping guy as well um, on the podcast as well mm-hmm. in the future, and mm-hmm. and he's got some other different strategies, and I think that would be very good for for mm-hmm. the audience to have mm-hmm. a few different yeah, ideas. Yeah, but yeah. it's just what, what, when you see it. So we're talking about. So what did I what did I see when you showed me that? Here's what I saw. I saw mm-hmm. a high ticket, a higher ticket item yeah. of between a hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So now exactly that we can buy for thirty or forty dollars exactly. shipped. See, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of profit margin in yeah. that. So when Abdullah says the vase broke. He can ship out another three vases and still be profitable. <laughs> exactly right, because they cost the, because the cost base yeah. and the cost per click to get the sale it's very low lower. Yeah, and, and, you're it, always and it doesn't have to be rocket science, but we make it so much. Here's yeah. here's here's the truth. Yeah, that, and and I've not made vast amounts of money in e-commerce, but I'm yeah. exploring the space. But here's what I believe to be true from the people that I've spoken to. Mm. I believe a lot of complexity is put round e-commerce to make a saleable asset in terms of a course or in terms of a this, that, and the other. In a lot of occasions. Not all, Mm -hmm. but a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of complexity. Whereas there is a lot of complexity, Mm -hmm. but with the right person explaining the level of complexity in in, in certain instances and and, and, and in a simple step-by-step process makes things a vast lot easier. But but there's... but but, But there's... there's literally like f- five to ten things in e-commerce mm-hmm. that if you if you fucking understand, like wait, if you, like that product instance I've just mentioned, yeah, right? yeah. Once you've heard that and you get it, yeah, you'll always be profitable because you'll never put, you'll never ever sell a product less than fucking yeah. hundred fifty two hundred dollars. Yeah. Because why would you? No, because yeah. now you know yeah. that yeah. you cannot be th- the people who are profitable on those smaller products mm-hmm. have. Have gone through e-commerce. They've scaled up massive businesses. They've got a bit more, and they can burn you out on the ads. That's true. That's true. Look, Frankie, with, with when it comes to um, dropshipping, right? A lot of people even say, "Oh, is dropshipping dead? Dropshipping's dead. Dropshipping." Well, the term dropshipping is dead, but is branding dead? No. You know why? Yeah, Are you let, telling me yeah. branding's dead? No. Dropshipping is a term for you. See, this is where a lot of new people yes. don't understand. This is your internal term, exactly, not your external term. Yeah, this is for you to know. And, and your the, dropshipping and the difference between it being internal and external yeah. is external dropshipping, which which doesn't work at scale. Yeah, is where you get a shot, a, yeah. a, a generic product that's already been branded by the Chinese manufacturer, yeah. and you sell it through your store. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And there's a disconnect. That's, that's traditional property. Exactly. And right. I've learned. Yeah. I've learned the hard <laughs> way that that doesn't scale or work. Yeah. What you're talking about is dropshipping internally, where you know you're dropshipping. So yeah. You know you're buying it from China and selling it in Kuwait, yeah, or Dubai or yeah. wherever you're selling it. Yeah. 
but you also fucking know that you're slapping your label on it, your yeah. brand on yeah. it. You've yeah. branded the store. You've got the. You, you've taken your own image. You made it look as branded as possible. Yeah. So now what are you doing? You're doing branding, and that's internal exactly. drop shipping. Yeah. Internal inside. Yeah. You know that you're drop shipping, yeah. but your but the person on this person out there in the marketplace. Yeah. yeah doesn't know that you're dropshipping yeah exactly and this is why we can scale this is why we are able to sell the product confidently because we look we make our store look as branded as possible like yo this is their brand see a lot of like you don't want the customer feeling that they this is not your brand this is you know someone else's and you're just you know selling it for a higher price yeah you know it's like um selling an apple phone for you know let's say the iphone 13 the brand new one it's 1800 yeah. you're selling it for four thousand dollars but people just know it's not yours this is a diff somewhere else you know it's yeah. not like you're just drop shipping it you get what i mean if if yeah. if 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 if, if the generic stores that sell lots of other people's brands yeah. are always open to price shoppers because price shoppers can say, hey, I can get that phone mm -hmm. from that. Apple Apple are very good because they keep their phone the same price across all outlets regardless. Yeah. Mm. They lock the market away. Mm. But, True, yeah. but a lot of other firms are... Are like they sell this computer to 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 JB Hi-Fi for X price. They sell it to Woolworths for this price. They sell mm. it to someone else for this price. And then you got price matching across all these different yeah, outlets. Yeah, yeah. And then and then people shop between brands, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which means you are on the fast track to yeah. the bottom, yeah. right? Hmm. Unless you have scale of a Woolworths of a JB Hi-Fi, the scale is what makes it profitable, exactly. Be yeah. Because if, but now now bring it back into what I'm telling telling you in, in regards to e-commerce in e-commerce because you're running a, a, a lower selection of products right mm. take isla skin that i'm hoping to get manny mm. on the podcast mm. right mm. he because it's isla skin because it's branded isla skin no one else can just go and fucking put isla skin on the skin yeah. so if you like their skin serum you gotta buy their fucking skin serum yeah yeah you can't go, you, you got can't, no competition out there they have no competition out you, there you create virtually. a micro economy within yeah. your own branding yeah so that people have a loyalty to what you they like 100 percent. that's branding that's pure branding and that's what we teach as well we show how to do branding we show how to do option but let me tell you also if you're doing dropshipping, you're doing branding. You start making money. You start. There's a lot of things that you that start coming that become a habit of you. Look, so a lot of entrepreneurs they like to think outside the box. Yeah. An entrepreneur thinks outside the box. This is very important. So when I, at some stages, um, I couldn't sell a few things online. So I couldn't sell. I'll I'll give you one instance. For example, when Kobe Bryant died, I couldn't sell um, his shirts online because Facebook would just take my ads down because I'm taking advantage of blah 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 whatever. What I did was. Contacted my supplier in Alibaba. I said, I want rest in peace Kobe Bryant on the shirt with the you know logo and everything. And I went about you know this much worth of stock sent out. Literally paid a bit about like twenty. I think I paid like twenty thirty thousand. Bought the stock in, and then I'm like shit. I tried to advertise online. I couldn't sell. I'm like now I'm going to be at a loss. What am I going to do? I shipped them out all the way to United States. I have someone there, and I sent them out in store. So outside a few stores. Bro, I sold out within that first day, all that stock. 
Easy. Think yeah. outside the box, you know? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's when so you, took, you took a situation where Facebook, Google, yeah. and all that was shutting you down. Because they own and us. They they, they, yeah. they have control. And yeah. I understand that. You can Shopify, get, thr- you can Facebook, get throttled by them. Yes, they do have control. And they're, bro, Facebook is making so much money. It doesn't give a shit about closing your ad account down. These guys need to update <laughs> As their. I learned, bro. <laughs> I know bro. that. I know that, bro. bro. I got the I knew face. you were going <laughs> to. Fucking Here we go. I was <laughs> so angry. I had, I had a dropshipping store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's this thing, right? Yeah. I, was, I, I was building yeah. this dropshipping store with this other guy that's coming on the podcast and he's very, very good and he's such yeah. a wizard. He's such a wicked kid mm. and he helped me build this dropshipping store and we got it profitable mm. and it was turning over mm. and we were getting good return on it yeah. and then Facebook slapped me <laughs> the, the day before we went yeah. out and yeah. shut all my ad accounts down. <laughs> you I told was, me. You're like, bro, what's going on? I was fucking fuming. Yeah. I was so, See, these guys need to update their system right and they don't care they're making so much money I mean they do here and there because when you know Apple came and slapped them with the iOS 14 update mm. you're like yo Facebook's gonna come up with something new and until now it's so confusing and they can make it so much easier but they're not choosing to they can make advertising so much easier Facebook advertising is very complex it's very hard and you go speak to a lot of mentors and there's so much things that they don't know about it still still until this until this day because there's so much going on so much things changing but yeah. like Facebook doesn't even give us the opportunity to understand how they advertise they never give that information out how they actually run their engine and advertise and so I got, show I got, certain I, people I, I got a top tip from a from a, from an advertiser who he spent millions of dollars through Facebook he mm. said launch the ads at like 3, 4, 5 a.m. That's what I did. Yeah? Because when you launch the ads at 3, 4, and 5 a.m., you're on, you're on the front run of the ad spend. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I do. That, yeah, that, but, that yeah, monthly yeah, thing. That brings your cost down fucking 30%, bro. Yeah, yeah, crazy. I mean, look, uh, not always, uh, Frankie, because like you were saying before, Sometimes Facebook doesn't like to show your ad, but then but it, it starts. But it's how you turn up to the bidding. Yeah. It's how you turn up to the bidding war yeah. at, the partic- at that exactly. particular time. Exactly. With yeah. the budget that you've got, yeah. means that you can means you can pump extra mileage out of your ads. Like even 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 if you got an extra fucking three percent, bro, yeah. you still get you're still gonna get way more by launching at that the ads at that time in the morning yeah. than you would if you launched the ads at like 9am exactly exactly <laughs> simple you'll be surprised even like you know it, like, going back to the point like you know sent them out you know all sold out and then I, you know I, it became more of a habit now whatever Facebook can't allow me to advertise I send them out through um, you know so so, you, so so now you've just de-risked yourself yeah you've yeah. de-risked yourself by thinking outside the box yeah and 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 now like when you know Messi uh, moved to PSG or when Ronaldo moved to uh, Manchester United uh, their shirts were sold out in one day in England and their shirts were sold out in one day in France literally sold out mm. what we did was contact suppliers suppliers pay them extra get them done get the manufacturing done send them out few stores few People there, sold, sold, sold. Happy days, you know, bro. Like, come on, you know, do that. You're an entrepreneur. You, you know, you can, you know, you want to scale. You want to yeah, make money. Yeah. Sometimes you got to think outside the box, you know. Yeah. Uh, like for instance, I'll give you one thing. Office works. Office works. Yeah. Uh, this was about a year and a half ago. Like when school was, they're going back to school. They had this accessory backpack, and I really liked the idea of it. So then, Facebook was shutting my ad account down because of that. What the hell's going on? Why I use shutting? I don't have you know, Office Works on there. I don't have a logo, but I realize that can be because of Office Works selling it. 
And then um, I'm not sure because they weren't they weren't allowing me to advertise that particular backpack. It was so weird, and that's never happened to me before. I had no clue why. But then I'm like, okay, I'll start selling them in store. And then I get an email from Officeworks because my ads were going up for like two three days that you can't be selling this blah blah blah. Uh, you know, trying to you know sue me for it or whatever. I'm like, what are these guys saying? I don't you know. It doesn't work that way, you know. It's it's not my. It doesn't have any logo on there, and yeah, it can be very similar, but it's not the same. They have their logo, mine doesn't, and there's a hundred thousand of them that are the same as theirs on AliExpress. Why don't they go to AliExpress? Why me? So I'm like, okay, I can't sell it online, no problem. I went, got a store outside Officeworks, a few Officeworks, open, had the backpacks there, sold them out. No one could say anything to me. No one could say anything. Sold out. I'm not putting myself at loss because of these big brands, you know, and I don't let them phase me, you know, and I was able to do that. So sometimes thinking outside the box is really good. An entrepreneur should really think of that, not just based off online. I mean, come on, TikTok, for example, TikTok is a platform where right now a lot of influencers, small influencers are growing massively. A lot of small brands are growing massively, right? TikTok right now, if we're talking right now, this podcast, yeah? Let's say, Frank, you've got a million subscribers or 500,000 subscribers on YouTube. And let's say this podcast is going to get 1,000 views or 2,000, 5,000, whatever it is, right? On TikTok, if you post it, this podcast has a potential of reaching 5, 6, 7 million people. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. why we're, the we're seeing, fuck aren't you using something, you know? We're, we're, we're seeing, some, seeing some good growth on TikTok. I mean, Bro, the, fo- the, fo- the, fo- the follower growth on TikTok, I mean... But but I'm gonna be totally honest with you. Mm, yeah. I, I do. We do post on there, and we do do, and and like you say, we go where the audience is and all that and the other. But mm. what, what there's a few things with TikTok. One, I find that um, mm-hmm. you get you, you do get faster growth, but I don't particularly. Enjoy, I get I I'm actually going to outsource it because I don't like the platform. I don't. Mm. I personally don't like the platform <laughs> because all, all it is. But I, I don't like Instagram now. Yeah, more, yeah, if you think about it, yeah. Instagram but, 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 it's but, the same but, followers. But but, but I, I realise it's a great platform to grow on, and it's got audience, and it's got good people, and it's got bad people. Uh, yeah. I realise that I need to outsource it because I still want to be there, but yeah. I don't want to be on there myself. Mm. Do you understand yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get so it. I need. I know. Oh, I, I get you. I, now. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like okay. I, I see the value in the platform, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I don't want, I don't personally want to be there. Mm, mm, okay. I just, I, if I'm going to be on any social media mm-hmm. for, 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 for talking with people at the moment, mm. I'm not going to be on LinkedIn. It's not mm. my place. I'm not going to be on Pinterest. It's not mm. my place. I'm not no, going to be on no, Facebook. No. I don't like it. No. 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 I'm just going to be on Instagram, my personal self. Mm. That's, that's going to be me. Everywhere else I'll post, mm. but that's not going to be me. But Frankie, I have a question here. here. Instagram, when you post you know, whatever on reels and stuff, and then I've I've tried it. And when you post on on TikTok, don't you think TikTok is hundred percent, hundred percent, mate? It's like put, it's like putting, it's like going, it's like going down to to a river with a gas torch, yeah. and then turning up with an airplane engine and dries out the whole river. Yeah, right, yeah. Bit bit. Right. Oh, TikTok it, it, is the, taking the, it. The, man. The, the, the difference, and mm. and let me tell you something as well. Mm. Paid advertising on TikTok in terms of like the best. Facebook has been going what 10 15 years. Yeah. TikTok has got an advertising thing where where you can optimize for gaining followers, right? Yeah. And it's fucking unbelievable yeah. how targeted and how well it works. Yeah, yeah. So you can boost a post that you've had organic success with on TikTok, optimize it for gaining followers. Mm. 
and you already know it's a proven thing because it worked organically. Yeah. It works fucking unbelievably But the paid. only problem with the TikTok followers, it's not as the best as Instagram followers. See, no, it's, no, it's, it's not it's, the it's same. N- it's, it's, it's not. It's not the same level of quality yeah. because most people on TikTok that comment on my stuff mm. that like say like, Oh yeah, well, it's easy for him to say that because he's got Lamborghini. Like it'll be his name will be like. You want to see my comments? He, he'll be like, <laughs> he, he, this is all on TikTok. Yeah. It'll be guy. It'll be a guy called Jeff Sayer with a profile photo, but he's never posted any content. Exactly, he's talking. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, you want to see TikTok uh, is full of talkers, Frankie, and that's why I don't want to live Frankie, there. Frankie, I'm telling you right now, when I post stuff on my TikTok, holy people that don't post content, all they do is just blah 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 rental ah uh, daddy's money. Uh, drug money, blah blah blah, bro. Haters, haters. I understand that, but for for you to have presence and things, yeah, yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah, is yeah. where it's growing up. Because yeah. Instagram, you're getting the same followers, same views every day. And if you do post, sometimes yeah. it goes up, sometimes a yeah, few comments yeah. and tags. But with TikTok, you don't need yeah. that. One video, bang. To, be, to be honest, my I want my main my main focus in terms of a brand for me. I want it to be on YouTube. Because oh, YouTube is yeah. Because because if I, yeah, I, I YouTube is really right. Good. If you ask, if you said to me, Frankie, would you rather have three hundred three hundred thousand people subscribed and following your YouTube channel podcast, or would you rather have a million on Instagram, a million on TikTok, and a million on fucking Facebook? I'd fuck off all the social medias and just go for the YouTube. YouTube is where, Be, yeah. because because people watch the content, they're involved, they're commenting, and they're actually there to learn. Yeah, that is a true you know what point. I mean? that and is and a also, true. and also, the yeah. the two audiences that people never ever give uh, give like people said to me, "Fucking hell, Frankie!" Like, there's um, people people don't understand how many people listen on Apple mm. and Spotify, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, Apple and Spotify for me, on a personal note, are massive. Mm. Right, massive mm. for me. Yeah. They're, the, yeah. they're the two biggest channels for me: yeah. Apple and Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I drive people there from social medias and whatever, yeah. but mm. but but Apple and Spotify. Once you've got a core group of 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 people there on Apple and Spotify that understand that you fucking love it and you're doing it for the right reasons. That's true. They That's true. then that then that starts a chasm effect of where people tell people tell people mm. tell people tell people and it starts to grow anyway. Mm. So once you've established your core on Apple and Spotify. And so Apple, Spotify, and YouTube are, are the are the ones that I love. Instagram, I like to 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 to, to, to I li- I like it as a social media platform. Yeah. I like to post content on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I enjoy yeah. it. So I use it. Yeah. The others, I just outsource. So I automatically post to Facebook. I outsource. Outsource TikTok, outsource everything else. LinkedIn can get fucked because it's just, it's just. <laughs> well, I don't, bro. LinkedIn, <laughs> li, 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 LinkedIn. I go on there and it's someone going. So today, guys, I saved, a, I saved a pet parrot from a tree. No, and, I don't like LinkedIn. Uh, it's so confusing to use as well. What the hell? Oh man. No. And and then someone uh, Pinterest. I don't even know. Pff, I don't care about Pinterest. It's it's just a corporate dick swing. My two main, my two main socials, uh, three actually: Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, and St- still the best social for driving traffic. At at cost at scale is Facebook. 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 You cannot overlook that thing. It's no, a no. fucking monster. Yeah, it's an absolute monster. monster. Facebook is a monster. You're right. Now I've, I've done Facebook and now yeah. it works. As much as, crazy. Much, as much as as much as as much as it fucking annoys you, but yeah. mate, honestly, sick podcast today. Bro. Amazing. Thank Amazing. You so, thank you. Thank so you much, so much. Look, guys, <laughs> we, we, we have we have chatted. I'm going to put all the links to every, all the websites and the socials for Abdullah in in the in the bio, so you get all that. But one thing I want to say is like the the reason why I wanted to do this podcast and Abdullah. Not only is Abdullah achieved a massive amount in e-commerce, but I just wanted you guys to understand, you know, 
what it's like to come from what effectively is a third world country in terms of like not the best star and 100%. and 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 understand more about the culture and, and, and all this other stuff that I and there's so many let there's so many golden nuggets and lessons in this that will form clips but also that you can just I'd play this about twice I really yeah. would because there's so much in it there's there's actionable e-commerce content there's actionable ad content there's there there's takeaways for mindset there's takeaways for 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 dealing with people for the way you should look at life for how you should operate as a human being it's all in here and if you enjoy this content and if you enjoy this podcast as much as I fucking love and it lights me up putting this together, yeah, and I'm sure you can fucking feel it when I, every time I speak through this fucking microphone. If you don't, I'm sorry, but you're in the wrong game. Yeah. But, like, if you do, do me a fucking favor, yeah? Share this content on Instagram, on Facebook, on Pinterest, everywhere you can share it. Even if I'm not on the social media, share it, tag me, whatever. Like, 100%. But more importantly is than that as well, tell your friends about it and tell them, tell them and, and recommend them an episode. Tell send them to them, inspire them, you know. S- send them an episode. Them. Like, yeah. like re- I really mean that. If I've if, if I've dropped any value for you, if Abdul has dropped any value for you, send us a message on Instagram as well. Um, the links are down below. And you know what I mean? We'll, 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 we'll sort that out as well. Also, guys, I want to say this as well, right? Because by this point, it would have been launched. I'm, I'm launching the Frankie Lee Academy. It's frankieleeacademy.com and there'll be a link to that in as well under under Abdullah's website and and all that stuff. And if you guys uh, want to get on board, support the podcast, have been on the journey for a long time and want to get some some, some, some some mastermind like mentorship in mindset, personal development, you know, getting your money right, get getting your mind right, um, breathing and all the breath work I've done with Lino, it's all going to be in this act uh, access um membership uh, portal all on there it's it's pretty self-explanatory go and have a look at the website i'd appreciate it thank you again so much Abdul thank you so thank much you so you. much thanks for and having thanks me. guys for, for tuning in i hope we've dropped some massive value on your ears don't forget to subscribe to the frankie lee podcast